Aiden, uh, what instrument did Yo-Yo Ma play? Hello, what's going on? And welcome to Fourth and Wrong. We've made it to episode four. Man, it feels like a way better week than last week. We are crawling towards the start of the NFL season. I'm getting, I'm getting eager. I think it's actually going to happen. Aiden, how you feel, man? Earl Thomas isn't on the Ravens anymore. He is not. <laughs> not even by his choice, which is shitty. I think that he did it to himself, though. He did so do sort it to of by his choice. He is kind of a cancer, which we probably should have seen when he was fingering Pete Carroll. Good coach. <laughs> or fucking his brother. Last year. Or fucking his brother. Come we didn't on, fuck man. his he brother. He didn't fuck his brother. He fucked with his brother. We don't There's know a that. Difference. We don't know that. They yeah. caught him, or she, his wife caught him fucking other girls with his brother. Yeah. But we don't know where he dipped. But there's, yeah, there's a difference between, you know, just like there's a difference between laughing at people and laughing with people, okay? It's, it's the same thing. Earl Thomas was fucking with his brother. I'd fuck with my brothers. My name's Aaron. That's Aiden. <laughs> Isaiah's on the keys. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Are you serious? Would you actually fuck with a sibling? Well, in my case, I don't know if it'd work That's out. That's true, actually. Uh, yeah, for those that don't know, which is probably most that listen yeah. to this, I don't know why you would. There'd be no reason to. Aiden's brother is full-on gay, so I don't yeah. think that, you know, nice sexual guy. experience. With... He is a nice guy. Great guy. He just likes to fuck guys. And he likes to I get fucked not. by guys. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, that's just my theory, but enough about my brother. <laughs> All right, man. So, yeah, you. I think that there's even... I, oh, cool. I got a little extra level of happiness because there's a little chance, I think, that Earl Thomas might even come to the Patriots. Yeah, I think so, too. And, and we're saying this, it's August 25th. Yeah. 2020 as we're recording this. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. As soon as I saw it, I was like... Yeah. He just, like, he's the perfect fit to go to the Pats. He's the type of player to, like, oh, Bill Belichick's like, oh, this guy's got a shit pass, and we can get him for cheap. Get him in here, kind of guy, right? And here's the other thing. Literally any team that Earl Thomas goes to, it's going to be a better version of Earl Thomas because he has a fire under his ass. Like, if the Ravens kept him, he would have had the same, like, shitty attitude and been, like, a team cancer. But now that he got let go, literally no matter what team he goes to, he's, like, trying to prove something. He's going to be, like, a good teammate, be on the ball, be on time. You know what I mean? So... A win-win. Yeah. Well, I was yeah, looking. Yeah. I was looking at a few reports going on around the league right now, and uh, it sounded like the Niners were interested in him, which is also wow. be really scary. scary. Yeah. And he'd be teamed up with Richard Sherman again. Kind of makes oh, sense. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that, but that would be a scary defense. It makes sense because yeah. it's they're like trying to win right now too. Mm-hmm. You know, Earl Thomas probably only has two yeah. to three great seasons left. Mm-hmm. Go into a team that's got a chance to win a Super Bowl this season yeah. is probably the best idea for both parties, him yeah. and the team that that grabs yeah. him. Yeah, you're so sad about Earl Thomas. You're thinking about getting the puppy. Aren't you, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not thinking about. It. I did. Uh, <laughs> I put a deposit down on a little purebred Rottweiler. I'm pretty fucking excited about her. <laughs> Uh, I pick her up next month, mid-month. She's only four weeks. Fucking cutest little thing I've ever seen. Cutest little thing. She's going to grow up to a fucking monster, but I can't wait. Any name ideas? I'm thinking, I'm thinking, uh, I was thinking about Rayla, uh, naming her after my two favorite NFL players of all time, obviously Ray Lewis and Lamar Jackson. Definitely going to be a killer then. (laughs) Come on, man. Prove it. Uh, I'm not a lawyer or a law official or anything like that. 
But if I was betting, man. <laughs> I just, I can't wait for her to bully your little dog. Put her right in their place. <laughs> no, come on. Don't be. No, they're going to, they're going to be best friends. You don't think they're going to get along. I don't think they're going to get along right away. Don't tell me I what I think, but friends. I don't think they're going to get along. You're right. Yeah, exactly. Just, I, I think they'll back. be best friends for somewhere along the line. Along the line. Maybe give it a month or two or three or four. I went to yeah. the farm and uh, and Nova, my dog, did not like the puppy that was there. So it makes me a little skeptical about how this situation's going to go. By the way, you sipping that Starbucks coffee, I feel like a real podcaster right now. We both got iced coffees and some water and like our computer. Like we're, this is the first time that we're like really got our poop in a group and all of our fucking teas. Well, you know what? Crossed I work, I I work pretty hard on this podcast, so I, I hope you feel like a real podcast. Oh, you were. You know what? <laughs> you know what? We uh, we have a podcast, and we are real. We're so. doing this. This is happening. This is real life. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so much real life that I I'm gonna do my first like, I don't know what this is called. Like, I'm kind of selling out a little bit. Everybody follow us on Fourth and Wrong Pod, Instagram. Fourth we did and change wrong the username. Yeah, because the last username was shit, and I didn't even try yeah. it. Somebody has fourth and wrong. They have zero posts and six followers. I've messaged them three times. Like, I'll pay you 20 bucks. Okay, buddy, I'll pay you 50 bucks. You're playing hardball. Give me the fucking name. They're like, I'm not giving it up. But I got fourth and wrong pod, so everybody follow that. We got. We actually have a, you know, I posted a picture today asking for some feedback on some players. We got some updates on when our, our, uh, our episodes are coming out. So do give fourth and wrong pod a follow if you want to stay up to date with what's going on with us. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, let's dive right. We're gonna do, we're gonna do a fuckhead check. We did one two weeks ago to talk about just our league, the fantasy fuckheads, checking in to see what changes we're making, how our season's gonna go. We officially decided we're gonna do our draft on Labor Day. I think there's there's Labor Day in the states, right? I'm I have no idea. Well, there's this saying like you can't wear white after Labor Day, and I feel like that's not just a Canadian saying. Like Americans that's say true. that. That's true. I'm assuming you guys have Labor Day. It's the first weekend of September, I think. Well, what about we got a couple UK listeners? What about them? Do you think they got Labor Day? September. Oh, it, we're doing it in September. Uh, I don't fucking know. When's the September? When's Labor Day? I September sixth or something. 7th. Buddy, you put me on the spot. If you don't know the answer, don't call on me. Like I'm September seventh. Hey, I I knew. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I recommend we're getting off topic. I recommend for everybody. This obviously doesn't matter to you guys when we're doing our fucking draft. Like eight people care. Actually, a total of 12. But we're, we recommend drafting as close to your season opener as possible, to, to the season opener, Thursday Night Football. Because more this season than ever before, you don't have a preseason, you have a limited offseason, you don't know who the final mm-hmm. cuts are going to be, injuries, what the like team's going to look like. I just recommend holding it off. And maybe there's some new NFL guidelines that come out. Yeah. You never know. Got a burp. Because the iced coffees, I moved on from the white claws to the iced coffee is now a real podcast. <laughs> um, you don't know what's going to happen with the QB like guidelines or, yeah. or QB NFL guidelines or anything like that. So I just recommend holding off uh, your fantasy draft until as close to the season opener as possible. Yeah. Um, and then another thing that we did for our league, we already mentioned it last week, two I or two weeks ago, uh, two IR spots this season, and an extra bench spot just for COVID. You got to make sure that that IR spot is COVID eligible. Um, and then the last thing is that your season needs to be longer than seven weeks to count. So if you, if, if you have seven weeks played that season officially counts, whoever has the best record in your league wins points for should be your tiebreaker. If there's anything less than seven weeks before that, you know, if the NFL season gets canceled or something, I think that that, uh, fantasy season should be null and void. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, I do agree. Uh, do it however you feel like doing. Yeah, um, but this isn't law. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, we don't make no laws and we don't even follow them. So, <laughs> um, no, it, I get it. It can be exciting to get your draft going early, but like, especially when there's preseasons going on, you never know what's going to happen with injuries and whatever. Yeah. Like, 
Mike Williams is injured right now, like not as fan- fantasy relevant this year, but he's going in drafts. Like, well, he would have been picked by yeah, almost every team. Exactly. So, yeah. so worth noting for sure. Yeah. yeah, that is worth noting. Mike Williams is injured for I think two to four weeks. They said is the yeah. initial report. He should be. Yeah, I, I don't think it's too major. It I shouldn't affect his value yeah, too no. too much, honestly. No. Except, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I would, it does now. It, I think if I'm it, picking Mike month. Williams, it's not like I'm starting him in the first week. But now you're not starting him. Week. Maybe uh, I'm drafting him to be on my Don't bench. draft Mike Williams. Fuck him. How about that? <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck you, Mike Williams. Today we're doing our QBs and our tight end rankings. This is kind of a less flashy episode unless you're in two quarterback leagues or some super flex leagues or some crazy wild shit like that. Most of our shit, we think about it as standard leagues because I think a lot of our listeners are probably doing standard fantasy football. But if you're in two quarterback leagues or, you know, maybe two tight end leagues, super flex leagues, hopefully we can be uh, extra helpful today. Uh, let's do a quick recap of our top five quarterbacks. Who did you have uh, uh, in the week one? So I've got number one, Lamar Jackson, the surprise, man in the surprise. Myth. Yeah. <laughs> Ravens fan, can you tell? Uh, number two, I got Patty. Number three, I got a guy that we're both going to hype up here, uh, Dak Prescott. Yeah. Probably the best receiving core in the league. Yeah, let's just hype him up right now. I think yeah. Dak Prescott and Patrick Mahomes are tied for having the best offense in the league. Yeah, he's just he's got he's got three fantastic receivers. He's got a great O line. He's got yeah. a great blocking back. Yeah, everything about it. He has rushing value. Dak Prescott is gonna go off. Dak Prescott was QB three last year, and I think he's in a way better spot this year to go way the fuck off. Like I mm-hmm. think this is the year that. Everything's lined up perfect for him, and he's yeah. already been a fantasy superstar before. So what does that exactly. mean for this season? You know what I mean? This is, this is it. This yeah. is. I think this is going to be a. And plus, awesome. he's playing for a contract. Yeah, we said it a hundred times. Well, again, People love money. Another, <laughs> he's playing for another contract. Yeah, 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 another contract. So, so. yeah, Dak Prescott's going to go off. At four, I've got Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And then at five, we've got Russell Wilson. Self-explanatory there. Yeah. Rushing value. Passing value, all these guys have it. Uh, Aaron, who you got? I got uh, Patty Mahomes number one. You had Lamar, I got Patty. I just think that his floor is a little bit higher, but I have him real close together. Lamar Jackson is right behind him. Lamar Jackson's ceiling's a lot higher because of one obviously a, the rushing. I just think that the regression with uh, the, the rushing yards and the throwing touchdowns is going to kind of limit his value this year. Three, I got Dak Prescott. We already both just stroked him off a little bit. Love him. Four, I got Russell Wilson. Five, I got Deshaun Wilson. Oh, sorry, four is not Russell Wilson. It's Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> Cringe. And you said you got Deshaun Wilson at five? Four, I got Russell Wilson. Five, I got Deshaun Watson. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I said, but that's what I got. Um, number six, we both have a guy that, at the same guy, Matt Ryan. I love him. Yeah. You love him. I love him. Do you want to talk about why you love him first, or should I talk about why I love him first? Uh, you know what? I led the way with Dak, so you go ahead. All right. Okay. Um, again, he's in another situation where we're just talking about with Dak Prescott, where they have a great offense. Julio Jones is his wide receiver one. Calvin Ridley's his wide receiver two. Mm-hmm. Todd Gurley's his uh, his running back. I don't think Todd Gurley's going to be a very good running back this year, but I think he's still going to be able to catch from the backfield a lot. He's a better receiver than Devonta Freeman was. He's probably as good of a receiver as Devontae Freeman was mm. in his prime. Well, Todd Gurley's playing know. on like what sixty percent of a knee right now. <sighs> it remains to be foreseen. Healthy. It remains to be foreseen. And another thing I like about Matt Ryan is their defense is a poo 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 poo. So that yeah. means they're gonna be playing from behind a lot, throwing a fucking ton. Yep. Give me some Matt Ryan. You he, agree he with threw, everything I said? Yeah, he, th- he was the fifth in passing yards last season. He, he's going to throw so fucking much. He's in a tough division, and they're going to be blamed from behind a lot. So yeah, I and, love Matt Ryan. And I hope Matt Ryan does hear this, uh, 28-3. Next, I've got seven, Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> um, the ADP for Kyler Murray's kind of shot up 
he's at five right now on ESPN ADP. That I think is like drafting him kind of like towards his mm-hmm. ceiling at that point. Like he yeah. didn't have that great of a season last year. Um, I got Kyler Murray at seven, and you got Kyler Murray at seven. I didn't realize that actually. That he was shooting up to five. Hey. No, I didn't realize that we had him in the exact. Oh, same we both have him at seven. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's 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 good. I like I like the value that he brings with his legs, but I don't love taking him so early in drafts that he has to pan out for me to be happy. Yeah. I mean, he he's looking good. His receiving core is looking incredible with the with the addition of Hopkins. Like, he does have good rushing value. He's just, I mean, if he was just a little bit bigger, he'd be even better. Like, <laughs> he is a wee little lad. Just like real quick, if you've ever watched fucking Kyler Murray play football, he just looks like a smudge on the screen. <laughs> like next to his line, he just looks like a little fucking peg. Like, I remember, <laughs> I remember uh, week one of last year. We were all excited to watch football. We're all sitting around our three TVs, getting ready, and we we're like, let's throw on the Arizona game. Let's see Kyler Murray. And all of our jaws, all of our jaws, were on the floor. We're like, this guy is so much smaller than I thought he was gonna be. <laughs> He's tiny, tiny. He's such a wee little lad. I can't. And he, I, there was a I can't remember what account had it, but there was an Instagram post saying Kyler Murray looks like a toddler running away from his parents when he's on the run. <laughs> he so does, man. He's just like flailing yeah. limbs and shit. But that being said, he's still my seventh best fantasy quarterback. Yeah. I just don't love his uh, like his ADP right now. I'm not really getting him in any drafts. Yeah, me neither. Five seems to be his his uh, his ceiling. I have uh, Josh Allen at eight, and you actually have him at ten. And you were trying to tell me how much you loved him. Listen, All still, off season, actually. To be listen, honest, with I you. still have him in my top ten QBs. Like, That's true. Like I don't, I don't love him as a passer. Although, from year one to year two, his whole thing is like completion percentage. That's so the, last yeah. year he threw for fifty eight percent, and I think the year before that he threw for fifty two percent. So it's a six percent increase. And if he continues on that trend, and he goes up to sixty four percent, he's slightly below average for a completion percentage. Slightly, I think completion percentage average is like sixty five point. Why would he? He went from fifty two. He went from fifty two to fifty eight. Oh. His first year. Okay. First yeah, to yeah, second that's, year. I see what you're saying. He's yeah. Like so if he continues on the same year. trend, right? Yeah. Um, that's but much that being job. said, his first year as a starting quarterback, he had eight rushing touchdowns, and his second year as, as a rushing quarterback, he has nine. So like, he has the most rushing TDs by a QB his last two seasons. He has value. I like Josh Allen. But yeah, I really wanted to drop Josh Allen like when I initially did my Josh. rankings because I don't Josh Allen because I don't really love him. But he got Stefan Diggs in the offseason. And yeah. as much as I say that that sucks, that really sucks for Stefan Diggs. It doesn't really suck for Josh Allen that much. It's going to increase his value in the throwing game a little bit at mm-hmm. least. You know, like I don't think that I think everything I've been saying negatively about the Bills acquiring Stefan Diggs is more of a shitty thing for Stefan Diggs. The Bills are going to. They're well, going to benefit from it, and so is Josh Allen. The reason the reason I'm, I have him lower, like because he does have r- rushing value, is he, if you look at his fumbles last year, he really struggled. So he had seven fumbles while he was rushing, uh, six fumbles while he was passing. He got lucky where he only lost two, but like, yeah, what's the 50, likelihood 50. of that continuing? Like, he got saved by his team a lot. You know. Also, what's the likelihood of him getting fucking what was yeah. it? What did you just say? Nine nine rushing touchdowns. Nine rushing touchdowns. Yeah, but, but he did have eight his first season, so. It's true. And he I, only played 12 games, I think. I don't I don't think it's any coincidence that he's our he's my number 8 and he's like the last quarterback that provides serious value on the ground, right? There's Kyler Murray ahead yeah. of him, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. Like all of the guys that provide any kind of mm-hmm. value on the ground are the ones that go first. That's mm-hmm. not a coincidence. 
rushing yards mean more than passing yards. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan is the only quarterback I have in my top eight that doesn't run at all. Everybody else provides some value on the ground. So if you're going to reach for a quarterback, make sure they can run. If yeah. you're not going to reach for a quarterback, that's fine. Understand that you didn't get one of the rushing quarterbacks. You're not going to get ones that can go off. That's fine. You, that, that, that's, that's a normal strategy as well. Yeah. But if you're going to go up for one, don't go up for... You know, Tom Brady at his spicy value with his new offense. I have him at nine. That's actually my next guy. But if you're going to draft for one of these top five guys, I recommend drafting for a guy that uh, has value with, with his legs. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. I'm, yeah. And I'm not, you and I are both share this philosophy. You and I are both not reaching for quarterbacks. The only quarterback in my top five that I've gotten at all is Dak Prescott. His yeah, value right now is at ADP six, quarterback six coming after Kyler Murray. It's getting a little, he gets a little juicy sometimes. I've been getting him, but you're right. I'm not really reaching yeah. for anybody. I'm just drafting them when they come to me, not reaching for them. I, and I just got to cover this real quick. If you're drafting Patrick Mahomes at 11, which is his ADP right now, yeah, ridiculous. That's rethink, rethink your fantasy, especially team. if you're in a 12 team league yeah. and that's your first round pick. Yeah, rethink it. A lot of eggs like, in that. Yeah. A lot of eggs in that basket. I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that that's a lot of amateur drafting drafters that are just like pushing his ADP up. But Ooh, like, dude, the, the way the ADP, like we've been kind of studying since beginning of middle of July, beginning of July, mm. and the way the ADP has changed is insane because mm. all the people that don't give a shit about fantasy football until the third week of August mm-hmm. are starting to do their drafts now. And all of a sudden OBJ who was ranked like 40th before yeah, is going to like fucking 19 yeah, yeah. or something. Now yeah, it's, it's just, everybody's shooting up because they know these names. A lot of guys, which I'm kind of happy about because a lot of guys that I like don't have these big names. I think they're going to keep yeah. dropping down. I agree. I'll, I'll, I'll suck up all these guys that aren't <laughs> sexy. Who, you know, who is sexy though. My number nine, Tom Brady. He's your number eight. Who I think it's about time. I told somebody I got, I have a Tom Brady tattoo. <laughs> yeah. I have a I got a I, I have a little cartoon goat wearing a Tom Brady jersey on my upper thigh. It looks it honestly kind of looks like uh, the like li- like uh, water tattoos that they would just pass out in Boston. Like that's what it looks like, you know. Like, <laughs> it's dope. <laughs> they should pass those out in Boston. The ladies don't love it. <laughs> But yeah. I got Tom Brady at nine. He's gone. A new team. He's in, the goat is finally unleashed. Bill Belichick is is no longer his coach. That's yeah. either going to be a really good thing or a really bad thing. Bruce Arians is an offensive guru. Um, I think I think he's going to have a lot of pass attempts, which is going to mean he's going to be a top ten quarterback. He's got a great receiving core around, and probably the best receiving core he's had since he was the fifty touchdown MVP. What do you got to say about Tom Brady that isn't negative? Well, for one, I just have to say, I thought it was kind of funny when I was making my notes today. TB12 finished as QB12 last season. That was kind of cool. Um, but, Wild. <laughs> hey, come on. Uh, I wish he wasn't ranked so high on me, but like he has top three wide receiver court. Like, arguably best. Bruce Arians is his head coach. I just like I'm having trouble finding bad things to say about his fantasy outlook. Yeah, like, and, and I think he plays... Uh, in a tougher division, so he's gonna be playing behind mm-hmm. by a lot. His defense isn't amazing, so and he has something to prove. He like without for his legacy, everyone's always said. I say it all the time. Without Bill Belichick, I don't think Tom Brady is shit. So yeah, maybe he proves that he is shit. I think so. There's a lot of different ways people describe it. I think right now Tom Brady's the greatest like winner of all time. That we can say that anything about that. People call him the goat because he's he's like. The best football player of all time, obviously not the most talented, but if he if he wins a Super Bowl either this season or next season with the Buccaneers, he is in 
like above MJ status. That is like rare air that I don't like. You you're smirking at me right now because you know <laughs> it's kind of true. If he wins with the Buccaneers, that is legitimate, absolute, one hundred percent. You can't touch me, white godly goat status. It will be. It would be impressive. I don't think it happens. It would be impressive. Wow, that is lowballing it. Here we go. Your number nine is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I have him at twelve. So tell me why. I think he's on the downtick. I think it's. This is the year where like Aaron Rodgers is going to be out of the league in three years, not the year where we're going to. See, and I was thinking that, and then I was looking at his wide receiver schedule, and it's ranked second easiest. He only has one wide receiver. Okay, so what? Well, he doesn't. He still has MVS. He still has um, (laughs) both of his running backs. No, you need to say his name because a lot of people don't know who MVS is. It took Um, me a second even. Marquez Val Scandling. (laughs) (laughs) Marquez, whatever his fucking (laughs) name is. I know him as MVS because like. Marquez Valdez Scanley. Yeah, whatever. Alan Lazard's on the team too. I think is more worth bringing up than MVS. And his last two seasons combined, he's had six interceptions. So I I like Aaron Rodgers. We're gonna talk a little bit more about Aaron Rodgers later. Uh, we have a little bet that we're gonna settle. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, get going. Yeah, but yeah, I like and I really like. I mean, you're gonna have to overdraft him a little bit to do this, but I do really like because it's his own only wide receiver. I love an Aaron Rodgers Devontae Adams stack. Yeah, I think that's a yeah. very valuable stack. Yeah, I, I didn't even think maybe that. even true. the most valuable QB wide receiver stack. Here's my problem though: you have Aaron Rodgers ranked higher than Drew Brees, and I think they're in similar situations where they're aging quarterbacks. They they don't really provide as much value on their legs anymore. Except Drew Brees is in a way he has a way better offense surrounding him. He's in a way better. Uh, situation to get yards and score touchdowns, I would say. Is he? I would say for sure. Alvin Kamara, especially because he's a receiving back. Like they're they they play their best when Drew Brees is throwing a lot. Even when even when uh, like Latavius Murray and Alvin Kamara were going off, he was still throwing a bunch. He's never thrown under thirty touchdowns when he's played a full season. Like he almost threw over thirty last I, season. Then he I mean, fucking I was get injured. it. I just like his schedule is way easier. He has an elite O-line. I guess the Saints do too, so that's kind of like they cancel each other out. And I think Devontae Adams is a better receiver than Michael Thomas, although Michael Thomas gets more volume. But I don't... like. I just like Aaron Rodgers better this year by a lot, actually. I'm I, not like... That's I'd, I'd reach for... Maybe I'd draft Aaron Rodgers, but I'm not getting Drew Brees in any drafts. Ever. You'd you'd reach for Aaron Rodgers and you'd give him a reach around, if you know what I'm saying. I would. I love Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Yeah, I think that we need to end with the fact that you... He's probably the most talented quarterback leader. of all time, in my opinion. But I, It's hard to argue that. I, Dan Marino's up there, too. If mm-hmm. he played in this era, there's whoa, a lot of shit that would have went different. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers is good. I think that his best... I've said this with a couple of players. His best year in the NFL has already been played. Fuck him. Number, my number 10 is Matthew Stafford. <laughs> my number 10 is Matthew Stafford. That's my boy, man. That guy chugs beers fast. And he is going to throw a lot. Because he what I just said about Matt Ryan, this guy, not to the same extent, but he's got a solid offense around him too. Kenny Galladay, Marvin, Marvin's Jones Jr.'s. Um, TJ Hawkinson's going to come into his own this season, I think. Yeah, I think um, it's his breakout year, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, he's got two yep. decent running backs. The only problem is he has a shitty old line. But, yeah. But really the other thing is he has line. a really bad defense. And not They were just bad last season, which means he's probably going to throw a lot, be behind in a couple games. If he stays healthy, I think it's undoubtedly yeah. Matt Stafford is a top 10 quarterback. He just adds no value with his legs. Yeah, the real problem surrounding him is that he's injured. But he's also a tough fucking son of a bitch like he that guy played with a broken back for how long like a couple games yeah. and everybody's seen that clip on instagram of him or i say instagram whatever social media outlet you guys use but everybody's seen that clip of him like t- popping his shoulder out 
I think it was a Monday Night Football game. He popped his shoulder out right before the last play of the game, and then he stayed in there to throw the game-winning touchdown. And then he was trying to cheer, and he couldn't even put his arm. I think I, I've seen it. Most people yeah. I know have seen it. But he's yeah, he's a tough Probably motherfucker. One of the most underrated quarterbacks of our time, for sure. For like, sure, everybody's always like, is Philip Rivers a, a Hall of Fame quarterback? Is Eli Manning a Hall of Fame mm-hmm. quarterback? Is Ben Roethlisberger a Hall of Fame quarterback? Is Matthew Stafford? I think he deserves to be. I don't think he deserves to be in it, but I think he should be asked about like everybody yeah. else is. You know, Matt Stafford is a baller. He's just he plays for the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Like, He's a victim of playing like, against the Packers for the last yeah. fucking how long? And the Bears, like it's just, and the Bears have had a couple of yeah, yeah. they've sprinkled in their own good yeah. seasons there. And the Vikings have been decent lately. The Vikings have always been like good. They're, I really like, not I, great but good. For kind of thing, for right? for Matt Patricia's sake and as a former Patriot, I hope they figure the fuck out this season. Yeah, I do too. I like the, I like the Lions. I don't think they do figure it out this season, but yeah, I hope Matthew Stafford goes the fuck off. I love Stafford. <laughs> I have him at twelve, but yeah. Yeah, that's so. That's my top ten. You round it off. You have Josh Allen as your ten. You already talked about why yeah. you didn't love him this season, but you still have him in your top ten. Yeah, we both already talked about Drew Brees. We actually have them both at eleven. Mm-hmm. It's just that you had Aaron Rodgers over him, which kind of tripped me out. But we both kind of feel the same way about about Drew Brees. I have Aaron Rodgers at twelve, so he's just borderline a starting quarterback this season. I think it's gonna yeah. be his last year. We're talking about like this. You have yeah, Matthew Stafford like at twelve. Le'Veon Bell kind of thing, right? Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's do or die this season, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you have Matthew Stafford at 12, so again, kind of like how I feel with Rodgers, borderline starter, but... Well, we have a lot of the same. I didn't even look at your rank- <laughs> rankings, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 13, Carson Wentz. I have Carson Wentz 13. You have Carson Wentz 13. <laughs> His ADP is 12, so we kind of right around there. Yeah. I'm going to ask you to say something nice about him. Say one thing nice about him, please, sir. I, like, if you saw my notes, I have... My, <laughs> my bottom two notes is, fuck the Eagles. <laughs> And then, two, I think he's going to be, just because of how many fucking times he's injured, I think he's going to be, like, he's going to set a record for how many times he catches COVID. Like, I think this guy is just so injury prone that he's going to catch COVID, like, three times this season. And then maybe, and then he's going to come back from COVID and then he's going to tear both his ACLs. Same play. Running onto the field during the intro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I said say one thing nice about him. <laughs> I, the only thing I said to you was, can you please say one thing nice? Okay, he about only had seven Lewis. interceptions last year. There's he only more, he's uh, never he never has over ten really, except for his first season, I think. He just has such a shit wide receiving <laughs> court. Like, they, <sighs> way to go on the Justin Jefferson fucking <laughs> dude. Uh, job. I like yeah. That. Uh, Jalen Ragor, I guess, is their best wide receiver now. I, they do have some nice tight ends. I will give them that. You also like, got they drafted Jalen Hurts. No, J- yeah, oh yeah, they drafted Jalen Hurts. What does that mean for Carson Wentz's value? Exactly. Well, he's injured all the time. That's what it fucking means. And they've said Doug Peterson has said he's open into doing two quarterback sets. I don't. I guess it doesn't affect his value. That everybody says that mm-hmm. every year. There's always one team. It's like, yo, yeah. we've really tried using. We have four quarterbacks on the field at one time. You're not gonna believe this. And then they never fucking. The do it. best it is gonna be is Lamar in his first year. Fucking Taysom Hill for what he is for the Saints. Taysom like, Hill. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, well, it's, I'm not worried about that. I'm not drafting Carson Wentz because he's gonna be fucking out a couple of games at least. But yeah. Yeah, fuck Carson Wentz. Yeah, and the other Carson thing I'll say Wentz. about fuck Carson Wentz is he doesn't add as much value with his legs as you'd think. He's kind of, at least to me, I think about him as kind of like an athletic guy. And he's not that athletic. Well, he doesn't what, what really do you expect from a guy without fucking knees? Dude, fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got knees. <laughs> yeah, but you weren't a starting quarterback. Uh, for those that don't know, 
I uh, I have two knees and three torn ACLs, and both of them are on the fritz right now. Make, <laughs> make no mistake, I'm waiting on MRIs and X-rays, so we might have a couple more torn ACLs to add to the collection. It's like hanging out with an 81 year old. That's <laughs> actually so terrible. <laughs> it brings me mild levels of depression when I think about it. So we're gonna keep talking about fantasy football. Eddie, Eddie, honestly, just one more thing to add. Oh, great! Every time he sits down at his desk. He hits his injured knee on his fucking <laughs> desk every single time. Dude, it bar- I barely fit in it. It's like just enough for me to slide right in. It's- <laughs> All right. Um, we're, Carson we're on Wentz. Carson Wentz, 13. Um, yeah, I, I Carson Wentz is one of those guys that he's not going to lose you your fantasy season, but I don't think his upside is high enough to really yeah. go off. That being said, he I said that being said already four more times, but he, uh, he did have an MVP caliber season before he tore his ACL the first time. But there's the ringer. He tore his ACL. And the game that he tore his ACL, he probably scored you seven fucking points. And then you were fucked for your that one week. Like, What do you mean? Like he got injured and now you started him in your lineup. He got injured you're and now ba- you only so scored you're, seven you're points. You're saying like, the only negative thing about him is that he's going to lose. He's gonna miss games? The negative thing surrounding Carson Wentz is he's a fucking band-aid. And he has no wide receiver core, I guess. But like, yeah, I don't like Carson Wentz. Okay. <laughs> On a personal, really level. trying to mine for a good thing that you like a good little nugget about Carson Wentz from you, but it's, it's hard to find. Keep fishing. You might have to go. Out All right. Well, years. I mean, you still have him ranked at thirteen. Like you have him right at ADP, so you should have something. Yeah, nice but I can't be a him. cunt. Like. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean you can't be a cunt? That's all you're being. Because I'm going to get, right now as it is, I'm going to get a call from our buddy Liam and he's going to cuss me out and I'm scared. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think Carson Wentz is, I was about to say, I think Carson Wentz isn't going to lose you your league. He's not going to win your league. Um, he lacks serious upside for me. Let's move forward from him. 14, we both have uh, some guys that are way above their, not way above, but a bit above their ADPs. I have Ben Roethlisberger, and you have Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Ben Roethlisberger coming back this season. People forget that the year before he got injured, he led the league in passing yards, had over 5,000 passing yards, led the league in passing attempts. Um, they're going to need to pass a lot. Like, uh, there's James Conner's good, but their offense isn't, like, high-powered. They're going to need to pass a bunch, I feel like. Their defense is, is good, but... For them to be successful, I think Ben Roethlisberger needs to have a good year, and I think the Steelers are going to be successful. So yeah, I just he had last, but the year he, he led the year in passing, he had Antonio Brown, who had I think that was the year he had like eighteen hundred yards. No, it wasn't. It was the year that Juju had more yards than Antonio Brown. Juju had like fourteen something that yeah. year. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling that up right now. I um, just I. I don't know. He's my 14, so I'm not, I'm not ranking him as a starting quarterback. But if yeah. he, he's actually like the last guy I'm comfortable with taking um, in a 12-team league where I'm like, okay, I'm cool with Ben Roethlisberger. I, I don't think he's going to lose me my league this year. Everybody else after him kind of has a, a, a lot more question marks. Um, how long are you going to take on that stat? I'm trying to fill the time. Oh, here. sorry, what are you sorry. Hit me I with didn't it, know you were still waiting. Yeah. Uh, Antonio <laughs> Brown had j- three yards under 1,300. And then Juju had what? 14-something. Yeah. Well... He doesn't have Antonio Brown. In fact, nobody has Antonio Brown. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think he's going to be on a team by the end of the year? I think if he is going to be on the team, he's going to be on the Ravens. But yeah. And does that make you happy? Or the Seahawks, but yeah. Uh, It makes me happy if they sign him for one year. It makes me happy if they sign him to win a Super Bowl this year. But I don't want him as a cancer in the locker room for more than that. But if he's a cancer in the locker room, then you won't win a Super Bowl. I mean, he is—he was the undisputed best fucking wide receiver in football, other than Julio. But like, yeah, yeah, when he was in the league, yeah. So you are fourteen is Jared Goff. Yeah, uh, I I have stroked Jared Goff off a little bit because I'm a big yeah. fan of Cooper Cup and I'm a big fan of I Robert Woods. I think you Woods. may have tipped it a little too far. 
I don't know, man. Like, there's something like 4,600 yards his past two seasons. You've, you've said it yourself. Like, maybe this doesn't apply as much in quarterbacks, but you're looking for yards, guys. And he was third in the NFL for passing yards last year. He's going to be 4,500 plus yards again. He has an excellent wide receiver core. He has excellent tight ends. Sean McVay is his head coach. I think Todd Gurley leaving also gives him the opportunity for more um, passing touchdowns. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, this is another guy that I love a QB stack on because you're getting him for so cheap and you're getting Cup for ch- so cheap and you're getting Woods for so cheap that I think it's an easy stack and it's going to pay off for you. But yeah, I, I like Jared Goff. He finishes QB 13. He 16.47 points per game last season. Not great, not awful. I think he, I think he's gonna have positive regression this season because I think his interceptions go down and his touchdowns go up. But yeah, I don't. I like Jared Goff. I, not everyone's huge on him. You're getting him for cheap, and he's gonna throw a lot. I have Jared so. Goff at 18. I think he's gonna finish a lot higher than 18. But yeah. the so the two guys, the guys I have around him, I have Cam Newton at 15, Baker Mayfield, Daniel Jones, and then um, behind him I have Joe Burrow, Drew Locke. All those guys are more unproven guys. When I'm taking a guy that late in the draft, his ADP by the way is QB 20. So when you're taking a guy so late in the draft, I'd rather have a guy with some upside. For sure, he's not going to finish his QB 20. You just said he was QB 13 last season. So yep. let's say he finishes his QB 12. It's just barely a starting quarterback. That's good. Like mm-hmm. that, If I don't have a quarterback, I'll be happy with Jared Goff because he's, he's, a, he's a lot more proven than those other guys. Yeah. But if I, if, it's, if, if I have a two-quarterback league and I already have my starting quarterback or I drafted my starting quarterback and I'm drafting a backup one because I'm not 100% sure – Man, I'm I'm not gonna take Jared Goff because he lacks serious lacks serious upside. Daniel Jones adds value on the ground. Baker Mayfield was a was a trendy MVP candidate going into last season. There's only been one season in between then and now, and nothing's really changed except for one shitty season that he's played. So you know he could go off. Cam Newton well, could be Cam a, that's Newton. That's a warning sign, but yeah, it is a warning sign. But we know what Jared Goff is really. You know, we don't know what Joe Burrow, Drew Locke, Daniel Jones, Baker Mayfield, Cam Newton. We don't know what any of them are yet. So, like, I kind of would rather have one of those guys because they have more upside. But that being said, if I was drafting as my starting quarterback, Jared Goff's a lot more appealing because I know he's yeah. going to finish as, at least and close with the to loss starting of, quarterback. With calendar. the loss of Todd Gurley, they're going to be rushing less. And Sean we, McVay's the coach. I mean, yeah, the Sean McVay's the coach. Mm-hmm. We don't know what – I like Cam Akers. I've hyped him up a little bit. But, like – A lot of bit. We don't know. We don't know what he's going to – we don't know if the rushing game is even going to be relevant for these guys anymore. Well, no matter what, I think they're going to have to throw more than they're used yeah, to. So. Exactly. So I like I like Jared Goff. If he can keep the interceptions under control, he has more than enough of a chance to finish as a top five QB. So I don't know. I like Jared Goff. I like a stack with the re- wide receivers. If you draft any of them, yeah. I'm drafting Jared Goff if I get Cooper Cup or Robert Woods. All right. Um, my 15 is Cam Newton. I wasn't going to, I actually didn't highlight, talk about him, but you don't even have him in your top 20. Yeah, man. no, I don't. Uh, you have guys like Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, Gardner, like hmm. what's your, what's your problem, man? What's your fucking problem? Uh, like you've said with Aaron Rodgers, I think Cam Newton's best seasons are way behind him. He's coming into an offense that does not have a good wide receiver core. I just, I, I do not like Cam Newton, uh, like in fantasy this year. I mean, I could be a hundred percent wrong, but I'm not drafting him, and I'm like I haven't gotten him any drafts at all. Mm-hmm. Like Cam Newton, like maybe if I'm left with like no nobody, I'm drafting Cam Newton. But like, yeah, I'm not touching him. Um, I just think he has upside. 
because of his rushing. I don't love. I definitely am not happy if he's my starting quarterback. But if I if I'm drafting him as a backup or if it's a two quarterback league, his rushing upside. But he hasn't been like the, his whole thing was like he he couldn't rush anymore. His oh, whole thing he? in Carolina. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he had a fucked up foot and he had a fucked up shoulder. He, exactly. Last so season like, was what, null and void. It I, doesn't like, even count. I get it. He could be the best Cam we've ever seen, but I don't think he's MVP Cam that I that we saw. Like I like I just have a hard time with him. I got him at fifteen. Yeah. You don't even have him in your top twenty. His ADP is fourteen. Um, if I'm not usually taking backup quarterbacks, so I'm not really getting too many stakes in Cam Newton, but yeah. I'm not staying away from him either. Like it seems like you are. I, yeah, I'd be willing. I'd be willing sure. to take a chance on a guy like him. Like I said, I want guys that can rush. We just talked about how the top six guys were all rushing quarterbacks. Why the fuck are we saying no to Cam Newton? He's the only guy that really adds value on his legs if he if he's still Cam Newton. I guess that's the question. That's a huge if. But yeah, I just don't think he's still Cam Newton. Like. I mean, I think they could. I think the Pats can work with them and doctor their offense around them. But like, I just, like, <clears throat> I, I struggle with Cam Newton. Cam Newton's actually the quarterback of the 2016 Dream Redeem team that we're going to talk about later. Mm. Uh, let's move forward though. Baker Mayfield's my 16. He's your 15. Yeah, we both feel higher than ADP on Baker Mayfield. I think he's he's 21. Yeah, yeah, he's. I don't think he can have a worse season than he already fucking did. No. And he has a top five receiving core. And they added Austin Hooper. We like, keep saying top five receiving cores. Top five receiving cores. Yeah. Who the fuck's the... Okay. We got Chiefs. So we got Chiefs, Cowboys. I'm not even putting the Chiefs in there. Falcons. I'm putting, I'm putting oh, the I guess Cowboys. I'm, yeah. Uh, Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, I really like the Saints with Emmanuel Sanders. Atlanta. Uh, yeah, I'm putting Atlanta in there. Um, um, Detroit has a decent one. Yeah, um, Detroit has a decent one. Oh, um, uh, Tampa Bay. What are we talking about? Tampa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the one I was searching for. So I think he's in there. I think L.A. Rams. I really do like the Rams receiving court, but I understand now we're at six. So it's like, I understand that I'm not like, that's not a popular opinion. So I'm willing to like, get that out. What do you mean? That's not a popular opinion. I think it's a decent opinion to say that or not. It's not an unpopular opinion Mm -hmm. to say the Rams have a top five receiving core. Okay, then sure, they have a good, they have a good receiver. <laughs> okay, but okay, okay yeah, so like Cleveland has a, fine, we'll, we'll leave the top five. They have a great receiving core. <laughs> <laughs> they have OBJ. Yeah, by the way, we're talking about Baker Mayfield. Sorry yeah. if we're getting off track. Yeah. We have Jarvis Landry, we have OBJ, we have Austin Hooper now. Say like, we. You said we. Well, I feel yeah, part I, of the team. Whoa. I feel part of did the team. Did you hear that, I said? I'm getting insider information. Dude, did you hear that? He was like, oh, it's okay. We have uh, we have OBJ. We have Jarvis Landry. We have a uh, dude. I See, here's the And as a Ravens fan, as this a Ravens is fan, really I've sacrilegious always, But I've always loved on. OBJ and I've always loved Jarvis Landry. Hmm. I think Baker, if Baker Mayfield can shut his fucking mouth and just play football for once, he's going to have a really good season. Yeah, you you want them to have a bit good season, don't you? Want them to win that division, don't they're you? They're not going to win the division. They yeah, can have you a good season they all they want, but they're not going to win the division. So. I think it's just been revealed that Aiden is a closeted Browns fan. And if you think I'm letting uh, this you go, know what? if you think you I'm letting this, this go, <laughs> you, heard, you heard me say it last year when they picked up OBJ and like all the hype was surrounding them. I hated how much I liked the Browns. Like, cause I was just like, they Everybody were such did. a bad team for so long that it was like nice to see them coming up. Everybody hated how much they liked the Browns yeah, last year. Exactly. And then everybody was kind of a little bit happy when they still suck. Yeah. Shit. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I hate Baker Mayfield as a person. But I but do I love the Browns. I hope he does well just based on the receivers that I like. I think Baker Mayfield's a sick guy. I like I want to crush some beers and smoke some kind of smoke bitch, some joints but... with him. Yeah. Moving forward, Daniel Jones is my 17. He's your 16. Adds a little bit of value with his legs. He's mm-hmm. going as the quarterback 15. 
Because a lot of people really high on Daniel Jones in the fantasy community, and neither of us have bitten on that bait. What's yeah, no. what's your what's tell me something? I, I will say this. I kind of like. Sorry, excuse me. You're excused. Um, Jason Garrett pulled some good shit out of Dak Prescott. Maybe he does it with Daniel Jones too, and he is a pretty decent wide receiver core. He has a great tight end. He has a great uh, receiving running back. Like Daniel Jones could be great. I mean, I'm not getting him in a lot of drafts, but I'm looking out for him for sure. Yeah, I do like, like I was just saying, everybody, I do like the value with his legs. Like, he mm-hmm. added so much more value with his legs than we thought he would going into the season last year. Yeah. Also, one thing I'm going to say about Daniel Jones, I think everybody needs to put their hand up and admit fault to giving <laughs> the Giants such a hard time for drafting him. Do you remember when that happened? Everybody was like, these guys are fucking... Yeah, what did they do? Wasn't he like 10th overall or something? 5th overall, man. 5th overall. It was ridiculous. And they they drafted him over... Oh, man. I look like an idiot. They drafted him over a couple of other quarterbacks that were way, way like higher ranked going into the season. And they drafted Daniel Jones because he was buddies with Archie Manning or something. Like, it was a whole... (laughs) Well, the funniest thing to me was they were struggling with Eli Manning and his draft comparison (laughs) was Eli Manning. (laughs) So, that was funny Eli Manning Jr. But uh, anyways, he he balled the fuck out last year. Everybody should have to put their hand up and say, I am sorry, New York Giants. You guys scouted. He had a better season than Baker Mayfield last year. So why aren't we, you know, and he had way more value with his legs. He had two touchdowns, 279 yards, average 16 and a half fantasy points per game in his rookie year. Yeah. And his O-line sucked. Only problem I have with Daniel Jones, he has to play the Pats defense twice a year. Wait, no, he doesn't. Are you fucking why high, is that, man? Why is that in my fucking nose? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably because I hate the Giants so much. I just assume No, no, do. I get it. Sam Darnold, Daniel Jones. Pretty much the same name. <laughs> it's New York. You know? <laughs> All right, moving on from my idiocy. Idiocy. Yeah. Uh, I have Jared Goff, 18. We already talked about Jared Goff. I, I mean, I don't love him. I'd be okay if he's my starting quarterback, but I'd rather have more of a lottery ticket around that spot. My 19 is Joe Burrow. You don't even have him ranked. Nope. Don't want a rookie? I just, like, I don't know what he is yet, and I don't I don't like him without a preseason. I just, mm-hmm. yeah, I struggle with him. The only reason I have him even in my top 20 is because he's a, he is an older rookie. Like he was a senior, he, he graduated, so he's like more mature. He's not. He has like a good some... wide receiver. He had a he has a good wide receiver core as well. He has a really good wide receiving core. So like they, some might say top five, but like we don't like who knows what AJ Green <laughs> is anymore. Like I I I'm have high hopes for him. Yeah, yeah, I have high hopes for yeah. him. But like who do, like we don't know. Like yeah. we don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Joe Burrow, I have it at nineteen. He, his ADP is seventeen. He's a rookie guy, so I'm gonna try and stay away from him unless I'm drafting him as a as a backup quarterback, which I never do. So I'm not gonna get him really. Yeah. Two quarterback leagues kind of interesting because he's mm-hmm. got the he chance to to wildly outperform his ADP, mm-hmm. but I'd rather pass on him. And then my twenty is Drew Locke. Um, we kind of zipped through your end of the list. Uh, we didn't talk about your end of the list, so go from uh, Baker Mayfield, who's your fifteen. Go, go from him down. So sixteen, we already talked about Daniel Jones. Um, at seventeen, I've got uh, Gardner Minshew. I'll just go through the I'll just go through the list here, and I'll go back to Gardner Minshew. You better, because Minshew mania deserves to be explained. Yeah, I will. Uh, Eighteen, I got Ben Roethlisberger. Like him, don't love him. Like he could do great. He could also be a fucking bum. Who knows what this injury means for his career? Like, yeah. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, I have nineteen, and then twenty, I have Kirk Cousins. Um, so just going back to Gardner Minshew, you do not have this guy ranked. Which kind of surprises me. I always kind of thought you liked Gardner Minshew. I love Gardner Minshew, (laughs) but I hate the Jags. Yeah, I mean, I do too, but they're going to be playing from behind. They're going to be throwing the ball a ton. Like, 
Leonard... you know who the first guy that, sorry, you know who the first guy that came to my mind was too? Sure. Blake Bortles. That's a Jags quarterback too. Like he could Blake Bortles his way to a you know, you might just, mm-hmm. keep talking, you might get me on this. <laughs> so last year, a guy who's not really known for his receiving chops, Leonard Fournette, he was a fucking huge part of their passing attack. Yeah. That was basically where his entire fantasy value came from. Like, yeah, he had over a thousand rushing yards. That's what boosted him into the top. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. So like I just like I think that he's gonna be throwing a lot. And uh, you know, he has an okay couple wide receivers there. Like I like Chark. Yeah, Shark's not terrible, but like, yeah, I, I just like he had impressive stats. He threw for twenty one touchdowns, six interceptions. Like, he only he, played fourteen games, and he finished his QB twenty. He had sixteen point eight points per game. I just, I kind of like Gardner. I'm kind of on the hype train a little bit here. Like, I, I like the look of him. I'm like, I'm willing to kind of take a chance here, and see what he does. <coughs> He's. He had a better year last year than Kyler Murray. Well, didn't mm-hmm. have a better year. He had a comparable year last year. Yeah, without the rushing. To Kyler Murray. Yeah. yeah, you're right, man. I probably should move him up. I'd rather have, like, what I was just saying with Jared Goff. I know Jared Goff's one of your boys, but, like, I'd rather have the upside of Gardner Minshew than maybe Jared Goff with his floor. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's just, like, the Jared, Go- Jared Goff is a way better wide receivers and tight ends. Like, that's the thing. His offense um, around him is way better. And they picked up... Uh, the Jags picked up Tyler Eifert, which, I mean, he could have a little bit of a comeback season. So, I like him. But the Jags have Tyler Eifert? Yeah, they picked him up. Hmm. He used to be... I love having uh, Eifert on a team because he used to be able to make the team Eiferted. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Come on, laugh harder than that. I don't mean this was just a fucking giggle or two. God. I just... I feel... We're I, not just doing fantasy advice here. You know, we're like allowed to laugh. the only people who laugh at that are the people who are dead on the inside. <laughs> but, like, yeah. Um, all right. Um, 18 for you is Ben Roethlisberger, 19 is Ryan Tannehill, yep. 20 is Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I mean, all these guys, like, I'm not really getting them in a lot of drafts. Yeah. They're there. I'll pick them up if I if I go super deep into the draft and I don't have a QB. But, like, yeah, they're there. I'm drafting them. They're at the bottom sometimes. of the list. There's a reason they're yeah. not. They're in my in top the... 20. But Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Let's do quick uppers and downers. You got you got an upper for, for quarterbacks. Who's your upper? So uh, my upper is Baker Mayfield, and we kind of already went off on a little tangent talking about him. Yeah. Uh, he has a great wide receiver core. They have a new head coach in Cleveland this year. They have a pretty okay, like, as far as their schedule goes, I mean, pretty easy. He has a top five, one of the top five easy schedules in the NFL. I, I like Baker Mayfield. I think it's his comeback season. If Hopefully that head coach can pull him out of Pick City yeah. and bring him back home to the land. <laughs> And throwing OBJ all the touchdowns in the world, we'll have to see. But yeah, I just I just thought of something with Baker Mayfield, and here's why I think our podcast could be more valuable than other fantasy football podcasts. Other than the fact that we're hopefully making you laugh and we're swearing and calling each other cunts and shit, but <laughs> like nobody like without stats or any numbers or anything, I bet you Baker Mayfield's pretty fucking embarrassed. Yeah, he had a really bad year He's last hungry. year. He yeah he's on if anybody's on a redemption tour we talk about Tom Brady mm-hmm. and Cam Newton and yeah. and all these other guys Baker Mayfield was an MVP favorite going into last year yeah and now if he has a bad year this year he's going to be another Browns bust not only was he an MVP favorite his team was like up in the top three for Super Bowl contenders. yeah they were definitely at least and they finished AFC seven and nine yeah so they had very low expectations mm. for Bacon Mayfield this year, but I bet you he has high expectations for himself. Yeah, exactly. He's I, I agree with you as an upper. Like he's on a he's on a redemption tour, and I think yeah. anybody in his path is gonna get smoked. And 
You I'm, might you might not want to hear this either. I think there's bad news for everybody in that division too. It's a tough division. It is it's a really to, tough division. It's back to being one of the most competitive divisions. Oh, for in sure. And it's grind. It gets with, like hard hitting, Cincy, grimy. With Cincy upgrading their offense, with Cleveland hopefully step. Well, not hopefully. I guess for the Ravens, but like stepping into their own and like actually fulfilling their potential. They're kind of like the Cowboys almost, where they're like, "Oh my God, the yeah. Browns are going to be good this year." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they finish eight and eight. Like, <laughs> but eight and eight still means they might have beat you once that year. Yeah. And I, I'm happy that you brought up Cincinnati's upgrade because. Mm-hmm. It's they may not beat them, but it says something that they're not an, an instant win on your schedule. You're not just yeah. chalking it up as a check mark. We're going to win that no. game. It's now going to be a lot tougher. You Obviously, no longer I have the a bottom fan, feeder in that yeah. division. It is a t- it's way tougher than yeah. it was last year. Yeah, so for sure, I would be I'd be concerned as a Ravens fan because Baker Mayfield's fucking he's cashing yeah, it's, checks it's, this year. It's one of the toughest divisions in football again. I'll give you a downer. I got two. Yep. Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. For their ADP, yeah. For their ADP, man. I lo- they're my one and two. I love them as, like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're bad players. They're ob- obviously not. Patrick Mahomes' ADP is 11 overall, and Lamar Jackson's is 16 overall on ESPN. Yeah. That's first round and middle of the second round. I'm pretty for- I'm pretty sure that's before, like, Joe Mixon, who it I is. we're both super high it on. It is. It, I think Josh Jacobs even, maybe. Uh, no, not Josh Jacobs, but it's before, like, most of the isn't receivers. T- isn't CEH 10? Or something like that. Eight Miles now. Sanders. It's, it's, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. We should have probably pulled it up. But here I got it. Long story short, I don't, don't worry, think Isaiah. that a quarterback or a tight end should be picked up in the third round or before the third round. You need to have two starters on your team before you're thinking about going for a quarterback or a tight end. If somebody else takes them, great. They might have fucked themselves. The reason Lamar Jackson was so great last year wasn't because he scored so many points. It's because he scored so many points and you drafted him after the tenth round. So. Uh, real quick, Patrick Holmes and Lamar Jackson are both going before Josh Jacobs. Right wow. Now. Josh Jacobs is at 19, Lamar Jackson 16, Patty at uh, 11. Yeah, that's downright fucking disrespectful. Back, uh, Kenyon back... Drake also going before Josh Jacobs. Sorry, I just saw this. but like... Also fucking disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, so I think I had a very poignant point, though. It, yeah, there's bad. The reason Lamar Jackson was so great last year was because he scored you so many points when you drafted him out of the like outside of the first ten rounds, yeah, you took a chance on him and he paid off. Even if he scores the same amount of points this season, the same amount, he's he. It's going to be hard for him to return his value when you drafted him before starting running backs and, and receivers. Yeah, the reason he was so great last year is because you already had a full team and got him by accident. It's, yeah, he's well, he's not going to. He's not. I don't know, man. I just can't. I can't justify no, I agree it. with you. So, like, like the way I justify that is, like, he had 27.8 points per game or something like that. Crazy last year. Matthew Stafford, who is being drafted, I have him ranked at 12. His points per game was 21.45. So, you really think that you're losing, like, that six points per game instead of, like, having a running back who can score you 20 yeah. and a quarterback who can score you 20. Especially That's 40 points instead of 27.8. Especially right? even as, as yourself, you are... A yeah. Lamar Jackson truther. I'm wearing a Lamar Jackson shirt. Literally right, right now, wearing now. a Lamar Jackson shirt. <laughs> um, but you, you would have that. to admit that he's probably not going to score 27.7 fantasy points per game this season. Well, I think he's going to score close to that. Okay. So, like, let's say he scores 25 fantasy points per game, and Patrick Mahomes doesn't exist. He breaks both of his legs. He gets COVID. He's out of the picture. Lamar Jackson's the clear cut number one. He scores 25 fantasy points per game. The next person scores 22. You're not even, like, it's not enough of an advantage above the next quarterback for it to make sense to draft them so high. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes is being drafted way too high. ADP 11, you deserve to be tested on the spectrum if you're drafting him that high. That's fucked. 
Oh, yeah, that might have been a little bit of a line cross. It's whatever. I'm okay with it. Let's roll with it, baby. I'll take the cancellation. <laughs> Make no mistake, we've already run this one time through. We had to go back because I made, I, made I made a boo-boo. Jeez we always say that Christ, Aiden crosses man. the line. I crossed the line a little earlier. We're not even going to go into it. And I just crossed the line again by saying, apparently, that on the spectrum, it's fine, man. Oh it's fine. God. We're rolling with it. I'll get canceled. It's fine. <laughs> Who am I? I'm a nobody. We got 38 followers on Instagram right now. We're fucking chilling. <laughs> I can't even look at you in the eye right now, man. Like, <laughs> whatever. Tight end rankings. We're done with the quarterbacks. Fuck them. Oh, well, yeah. My yeah. downers, Mahomes and Jackson. Stop so hard for these fucking AP. guys. Yeah, stop reaching for the quarterbacks, boys. Um, just, yeah, hold on. I'm, I'm pulling up my uh, tight ends. Yeah, get your Drop my quarterbacks group. out here. Yeah, I'm good to go. All right, cool. Um... So let's do a quick review of our top fives. Uh, obviously, we've already done our top five episode, but who is your top five tight ends for 2020? So number one, consensus number one overall pick, Travis Kelsey number two, consensus number two, George Kittle. Yeah. Uh, at three, I've got Mark Andrews. Wow. Favorite target for Lamar Jackson. I think that's where he's being drafted as well. I don't I, think that's outrageous. But it's, like, yeah, his ESPN ADP is four. Yeah. But yeah, Mark, Mark um, Andrews at three is not bad. At four, I got Zach Ertz. Um... I like him this year. He's Carson Wentz's favorite fucking target. I mean, for the past, like, what, like two, three years? So, like, Carson Wentz favors his tight ends. He throws a lot. I mean, he's a bit of a bitch, but he likes his tight ends. So, there's tight ends of <laughs> value. Uh, and number five, I have Darren Waller. So, ball I think ball. you're going to touch on Darren Waller a little bit. But yeah, I, love I think boy. he's going to ball out. Um, I had Darren Waller at four last time I did it. I actually moved him up to three. So, my one is Travis Kelsey and my two is George Kittle. That is everybody's, I think. Mm-hmm. My number three is Darren Waller. This guy would have been an absolute superstar if he just caught more touchdowns. He only had three touchdowns last year. I think that's due for a lot more considering he had 90 receptions. Yeah. Almost 1,200 yards. Um, I like guys that are the number one option for tight ends. Like, I'm, if I'm going to overdraft for a tight end, I want to make sure they're the number one option on their team, and Darren Waller is definitely yeah. that. Uh, and he's sick. Um, number four is Mark Andrews. You have him at three. I, I like him, too. He's, he's a touchdown again, machine. Number, yeah. yeah, number one option on a good offense. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my number five is Evan Ingram. Good offense. Yeah. How's your defense offense. now, bud? <sighs> it's still top three, buddy. Barely. <laughs> Barely. Um, your number six is Evan Ingram. My number five is Evan Ingram. I think he could be the best player, like best um, offensive pass catcher. You agree? On his team, for sure, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not saying he's the best offensive pass well, catcher in the NFL. Said. All right, yeah, he might be the best offensive pass catcher <laughs> on his team. Yeah. Sterling Shepard's pretty good. Well, I mean, Saquon counts, but... Saquon's up there. I just think Evan Ingram is probably the best receiver on their team. Yeah, if he right can now. stay healthy, he should be a top 10 player. Yeah. Uh, I have Zacherts at six, a little bit lower than he's kind of always been like a tight end giant in top three every single season. Yeah. Dallas Goddard kind of broke out last year. I know that they were kind of both succeeding with each other there, but I don't think that's something to be ignored. I still have him at six, so pretty high. Yeah, I, I, I did have to drop him down a little bit though. I have Dallas Goddard at fourteen, so I think both of them have great value. I mean, Dallas Goddard is a startable tight end to me still. But there, that's the right number on the one. Edge, and, but yeah, yeah. Number one and number two tight end, or the number one and number two targets for Carson Wentz is Zach Both tight ends, and yeah. then Dallas Goddard. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. Um, your number six is Ingram. Your number seven is Tyler Higby. Holy shit, dude! I have Tyler <laughs> Higby at eleven. His ADP is eight. So you're kind of, I guess, around his ADP. I, I'm not sold on Tyler Higby. Tell me why I should be. 
I, he well he for one he won me as the sixth seed last year my championship. Well, how many fucking guys won you the championship? This is like the fourth guy you said. Well, I like him. Just well, a lot he won of guys because uh, you know there's here. a lot of spots on my team, and you know he was part of that championship squad. So, um, I mean, between week twelve and week seventeen, he was tight end three with eleven points per game. I mean, it, it just seems like he's due for a little bit of a breakout. And I think this year with them losing Todd Gurley, there's more red zone targets f- to be had. They're going to be running a lot of tight end sets. So he's going to be on the field a lot. And Jared Goff is going to be throwing the ball a lot. I mean, I just, I love him. I, I think I, I just, think he's due for a okay. breakout breakout. Like, I think he. I was just talking about how I like guys that are the number one option on their team for pass catchers. He's not even close. You have, uh, you have fucking Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. Okay. Um, he's the third option. Maybe Gerald Everett might is still there. Like they're like equally as talented tight ends. I think that his breakout last year at the end was more of a fluke than it is a new trend because he still has another tight end that maybe could have been the one to do all that if it was just like roles reversed. You know, I think it was more of like. Just so happened to be in a position to score touchdowns. I, I don't know, man. Like, so, like my rebuttal to that is like, who was your guy last year for a tight end? Austin Hooper. Aust- yeah. Who is also the third option on his team. Like, <laughs> so like I. I, I think Matt Ryan is a more talented player, and Austin Hooper led the like was like third in the league in receiving touchdowns before he before he went down. I don't know if the Rams' offense is going to be that high powered. I mean, I I think he definitely has the potential to be like, and like he's not just a guy who is like. When he was going through his breakout, he wasn't just a guy who was scoring touchdowns. His value was coming from the amount of yards he was getting. Like it wasn't just like it wasn't like he was getting like four passes a game and he was getting a touchdown yeah, every time. Yeah, it's like, true. But he, bef- he was bef- getting hundred plus yard games for three and a half seasons. He didn't. He okay, was irrelevant. I, yeah, I get that. So but it's like, like what, am I going to take the three so and a half? But season so was Devonte Parker, and look at him now. Boy, he was better than what Tyler Higby was before. He was at least like on a radar. Tyler Higby. I, I think I believe. Plus, in what's the hype? his last name all about? Get a new one, dude. Tig- Higby? I don't know. Something about it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like piggy. Uh, I, believe, I, I believe in the hype. I, I would. I, I believe. I believe in the hype with my number spot. seven. Okay, and my number seven is Hayden oh, fucking yeah, Hurst. Yeah. All right, Hayden Hurst is uh, is a former player of yours. He's not a player alum. of yours. Player yeah. player of your team, I, and I don't mean the Cleveland Browns. I mean the Baltimore Ravens. Shut the fuck up. And <laughs> <laughs> he was just a he was a, a victim of being on a team that had a. Had a player better than him at his position. Two. Mark Andrews. What do you mean two? He had two. Uh, Boyle was also ahead. Oh, of him. when he was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he is a great player. I think he was a second round pick, wasn't he? He was drafted in the first round. First round. His yeah, immense yeah. talent. He's huge upside playing for the Falcons offense this year. Fucking love the Falcons offense, man. I already talked up Matt Ryan. I love Julio Jones. I've already talked up Calvin Ridley. I think they're going to be a really high powered offense. Going to be playing from behind a lot. He is going to be Austin Hooper and him are probably as talented. He's just going to be the new tight end. Like, I don't think that the tight end on the Falcons needs to be that great. I think they just need to be there. Tony Gonzalez wasn't that good. The end of his season, he was a end of his career. He was a fucking fossil with legs and he like nickel and dimed his way to getting, you know, fantasy relevant seasons. I think Hayden Hurst is, is going to be like that. And, and, And then there's also a chance that he's really talented and then he, you know, then he's like a, a focal point of the offense rather than just like a recipient of getting touchdowns. Yeah. I, well, I, I have him at 12, so he's a startable tight end for me. It's just like you're drafting him in the hopes that he breaks out. Like, oh, yeah. Like last bad. season, yeah. what, he had 2.9 points per game. So, like, you're drafting him with the hopes he breaks out. I, I just, like, 
Like, I'm drafting him just on the verge of being a tight end one because I think he could definitely finish in the top ten. I just, like, meh. Yeah. I I just, yeah. I'm drafting for the upside of tight end because a lot of the guys around him are guys that have been in the league maybe three or four years where they could, you know, be all right. But Hayden Hurst was traded for, was, like, sought after, has every coaching staff he's ever been around has had nothing but high hopes or high things to say about him. I'm a big Hayden Hurst guy. Um, number eight for me is Hunter Henry. Um, your number eight is Austin Hooper. Well, one sec, Aaron. Pause. Your, uh, your little puppers is fucking whining at the door here. Uh, all right, and we're back. Um, usually the line stepping is done by, by one of the boys, but this time it was little girl. It was my dog, Nova. She had to go pee-pee or poo-poo right on, bitch. R- right on time as we're talking about Tyler Higby. Uh, I'm just kidding. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, your number eight is Austin Hooper, man. I like Austin Hooper, too. I got him at number 10. I don't know why everybody's yeah. hating on him. Yeah, he just signed the well. It was the best contract for a tight end before Kelsey George. and Kittle yeah. <laughs> signed, but he's was just signed a very lucrative tight end deal, and he's on an offense that's kind of similar to the offense he was just on. Yeah, and again, like going back to Baker Mayfield, like I think it's his redemption season. Yeah, and I think like Austin Hooper is the like I guess OBJ is up there, but like Austin Hooper is a great red zone target for them. Yeah. They have Nick Chubb too, so like I don't know. Like I just think he has so much potential to succeed in that offense. And Najoku is there. They run a lot of two tight end sets, and Najoku is pretty like disgruntled. But he's been asking for trades. Oh, yeah, like, I yeah. think he's so, gonna like, be out of there before it yeah, becomes relevant. For I him. think maybe a tight end gets COVID or gets injured, and Najoku gets traded. Yeah, yeah. So, COVID's gonna be interesting with a lot yeah. of like pickups and stuff. Yeah. Um, um, my number eight is Hunter Henry. He's there. I don't know. I don't really love him. Uh, yeah, I just kind of have him because right? he's a talented player on an offense that lacks talent around him besides Keenan Allen, you know? Yeah. They're, Austin Eckler's another good... Huh, I guess Austin Eckler's there too. I'm kind of talking myself about Hunter Henry. When he plays and he's healthy, he usually does well. He's not a very sexy pick. I think he's going to score a decent amount of touchdowns. We're actually going to talk about him later with our rookie bookie. Um, you have him at nine. His yeah. ADP is 10. So I guess we're both higher than him on ADP. He's just not a very sexy pick. I'm, I don't have many nice things to say about him. I don't think he's going to lose your fantasy league either though. The thing that excites me about Hunter Henry is not even Hunter Henry. It's the fact that I think Justin Herbert is going to take over at QB and then his value is going to go up more. And like, I don't know. I, but also there's something to be said about like shorter targets are better in a weak QB situation. Let's be let's be clear. Aiden's only saying this cuz he's watched Hard Knocks and I think everybody has this whenever there's always happens when Hard Knocks comes out where it's like they focus in on a couple of players and you're like, "Yeah. This well, guy." I mean, and it doesn't help they focused on Darren Waller last season and then he ends up breaking out huge. So it's just like, yeah, well, I just focused. I see a tra- like Tyrod Taylor the exact same thing happened with Baker Mayfield. But he had to get injured for Baker Mayfield to step in. I guess, but it was the best thing that ever happened. I don't know. Like, even, like, the coaches are, like, talking, like, we don't know about Tyrod Taylor. Like, the biggest thing, like, yeah, I watched Hard Knocks, and the the biggest thing they had to say about him was his cadence was not great. Well, no, and they said that he's not being very vocal. Yeah, but, like, okay. That's a huge part of being a quarterback, and I think that that's something that Tyrod Taylor has pretty locked down. Either way, whatever. We kind of feel the same way on Hunter Henry. We're just getting off topic talking about Hard Knocks now. Um, My number nine is, is actually my, he's my favorite player in NFL history. I don't know why you're so low on him. Like, what do you got? You have him at 17. His ADP is 6. Yeah. Can you guess who we're talking about? It's fucking Rob Gronkowski, baby. Why are you so low on him? 
Okay, we we've had this conversation before. Uh, like, I just like he is fucking at at tight end six where he's being drafted right now. I do think that's too high. But you are you're you're reaching for a tight end who has historically been just injured always, and like he spent a year at a league. Who knows what he is coming back? He there's a possibility he's not even the best tight end on his team. OJ Howard is there. Cameron Braid is there. I like there's just and there's so much like. Mike Evans is there fucking he was like he had great stats when he was the number two option or the number one option on his team but he's like at best the third option now at best but so like I just I don't I'm not sold on the hype can you honestly say that you'd be surprised if he finishes as like a top seven tight end though no I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised but like I'm not like taking the risk of a guy who's injured always like that's like it, the last time he played, so 2018, he had 6.5 points per game. And that was his, his number two. Like, he was the number two option on his team because of Julian Edelman. Yeah. Like, I just, like, I don't know. Like, his be- that is, like, if there's one guy where the best seasons are behind him, that is Rob Gronkowski. He, but his, the best seasons that he had, he was the most dominant tight end to ever play sure. in the NFL. Sure, but that, that like that there was a while where he was better at his position than anybody else was at theirs. Like yeah, how sure. we view Aaron Donald right now as being above and beyond the best of like he's so much better than the next defensive tackle that he's like could be the best player in football. Yeah. We used to view Gronkowski like that. So 100%, yeah, his best you, games are behind him. Yeah, but, but his best games are tight end one, like the greatest fucking tight end that's ever walked this earth. I get, I get it, but it, like I'm gonna be saying the same thing about Travis Kelsey in a few years, like. Like, I don't know. Like, there comes a time where he's just not, like, he's a name now. Like, yeah. that's what he is. He's, you're believing in the hype. You're believing the hype around the Bucks. I'm not going to get him just because his name yeah. is Rob Gronkowski. You know? Yeah. there's t- like Somebody in any league that isn't fully experts is going to salivate at the idea of having Rob Gronkowski on their team. And in, in a Tampa Bay offense, I don't know. I would... What I'll say is that his, his, his time out of football, it either means a lot for him. Like, it's going to be very positive or very negative. He, either yeah. he got his body completely right, and he's coming in better than he ever has, in, in the best shape he ever has, maybe slimmed down a little bit. He's going to play more of a finesse position rather than block so much because he might not be asked but to block that much. he again. He slimmed down and bulked up. Well, that's probably good. I don't know what's going on. All I'm saying is it, it could be a very good thing for him or it could be could a be. very bad thing for him, and he's frail and, and in the time off. I, I would of... put every dollar I have that he does not play a full season of football. Every dollar I have. Like, he... Oof. Uh, like we're we'll talk. Do we not? Are we talking about no? No, no. we were thinking about making a, a bet about Rob Gronkowski, but I was like, there's definitely a possibility that he's great, but like, I just like I think he's injured. I just want him to be good. So bad. I like Gronkowski as a person. Ooh. I just don't like him drafting him in fantasy as huh. tight end six. I want him to be good so bad, and I want him on my team just for like one last run, you know, you just for the boys. You ain't good. If I could have Tom Brady and Gronk on my team, and just like. I don't usually draft like this. I don't usually put feelings into it at all, but this might be just one last run for the boys. <laughs> you know? Just one last. This, this, the last dance. We're going to make a six-part yeah. documentary series after I win the championship. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ten for me is Austin Hooper. We already chatted him up. My 11 is Tyler Higby. You're super high on him, super low on him. Number 12 for me is TJ Hawkinson. I think he's really talented. I'm going to chase upside with tight ends. I chase upside with tight ends. I chase floors with quarterbacks. Um... I can get a tight end that's as good as a shitty tight end on my team on the waiver wire. There's only like seven good tight ends every season. 
and then everybody else just kind of plug and play. So I'm going to take a chance on TJ Hawkinson. His ADP is 13, so it's really not that much of a chance. I just think that he's talented on a team that's going to throw a lot. I like Matt Stafford. You, Where's TJ Hawkinson for you? I don't even see him right. 15. Um, 15. 15. All right. All so right. A couple yeah, spots yeah, off yeah, of yeah. you. So I think yeah, it, pretty close. I, I actually, I was thinking about moving him up. I think it, like he is... I think it's well within the realm that is this is his breakout season. Yeah, it just really depends for me if Matt Stafford can play a full season. That that's what like his entire like that's what I'm basing this entirety on. Like, I don't know. I think Matt Stafford is. I don't think he's injury prone. I think he's been a victim of bad luck with injuries. If that makes sense. Yeah, he's just I, he's hit so much. Yeah, his O line is poo poo. So like that, like I mean, you can only last so long getting hit that often, and like gonna get Andrew Luck out of here. Yeah. Get the luck out of here. <laughs> All right. TJ Hawkinson. I got 13. Jared Cook. He's your 11. Actually, I, I've, I've kind of took it over again. Start from Hunter Henry. Who's your number 10? So number 10, I got Noah Fant. This Whoa. one surprised you a little bit, eh? I didn't. I don't know. I just. I like, let me tell you, I am buying. I am buying into the Drew Lock hype. I am bi- I'm a big Drew Lock fan. But then how come you didn't rank him in your top twenty for quarterbacks? I, I'm just having a hard time. Like I haven't. I don't know what he's gonna be. I don't know. Like I'm not drafting. So you're any big of those on the guys. Broncos. Like, you're not big on Drew Lock. Yeah, I just I think Drew Lock could have a breakout season. He could also not. Like it. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I, I like. I love. Fuck, bro. I feel an emotional attachment to Drew Lock. He's he's my twenty one. So he's just outside of my my top QBs. I see. But I see. My, my top twenty. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of believing in the hype. He he had like he didn't have an like a crazy season last year. He had 562 yards, three touchdowns. But he's a first round pick, and he's gonna be a big part of that offense. So if you're Is believing, he, we in, don't know that for sure. We do not know that for sure. I just think he's. We're assuming he's I gonna be a big part of that offense. He's the third receiving option, in my opinion. He could even be the second, depending on how Jerry Judy fits in. Um, for sure, he's for sure the third if we're comparing it to Judy. And then there's the other guy, Hamlin or, or Hamilton or something. Yeah, but no offense is above him, in my opinion. But I, I don't know. Right on. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I believe in the. I believe in the Drew Drew Lock hype. Yeah. And so because of that, no I like guy. the no fan yeah. guy. Like, I'm a big no fan guy. So, um. Yeah. Your 11's Jared Cook. Yeah, I'm I'm low on him. Yeah, I don't really like Jared Cook either. He was so touchdown dependent. That's he's so I old. Like I hate yeah. old people. But like the thing about Jared Cook is he was just like there's gonna be like three games where he just goes off and then that's gonna like skew his stats and like it's true. That's yeah. what happened with Noah Fant though. He had one game where he balled out. And by the way, that one game where he balled out skewed. Like I, I can't believe I just glazed through this. Last year, Noah Fant picked him up for one week playing against fuck. Aiden. The only week that he blew the fuck up. Well, yeah, you had one fucking play. 75-yard touchdowns. That's all you need sometimes. But I won those fucking ships, so fuck it. <laughs> and fuck me. <laughs> Jared Cook, yeah, I don't like Jared Cook because he's old, and I hate old people. Um, number 12. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> number, uh, especially in fantasy football, I, I'll chase youth and upside. Well, over. Emmanuel Sanders going there takes some touches away from him, too. Well, you, like, you, know, you know what Emmanuel Sanders is, too? Mm. Old. Yeah, but he's way sicker than You know what Drew Brees is? Fucking old. Oh, yeah, got a lot of old, old motherfuckers you in that love offense. Him? Drew Brees is... I like Drew Brees. I like Drew Brees, but I'm not going to say he's a youngin. Yeah. He's an olden. Yeah. Moving on. Your number 12 is Hayden Hurst. Yeah, we've touched on him. Yeah, he, you're right on ADP with him, so I'm yeah. actually just high on him. You're standard with him. Yeah. He's like cracking your starting lineup, maybe. I just... I think I'm buying in on Hayden Hurst. I've, I've hopped on that train entirely. Yeah. Your number 13, though, is Eric Ebron. His ADP is 16. Yeah. What the fuck? I just like you remember last year, like the hype surrounding Vance McDonald. 
I think the yeah. hype surrounding Vance McDonald should be the hype surrounding Eric Ebron this season. But he, he sucks. Is, how does he suck? He fucking sucks. He's had one good season. He's had one hey. good season. He was supposed to be good every year. He's had one good season. Every year, everybody puts all their eggs in this basket. And then at one time, it paid off. But every other time, he's been I, I just fucking think, shitty. Especially if you're buying into like Ben Roethlisberger coming back to like full tilt. Like Ben Roethlisberger is notorious for throwing like 4,500 plus yards. Like, yeah, yeah. Like that's I, he's true. got He's got fucking Juju and he's got Deontay Johnson. But like tight ends, tight ends like, in Pittsburgh don't succeed though. Everybody said Jesse James was going to be great. He wasn't. Everybody said Vance McDonald was going to be great. He wasn't. Ebron's going to be good. I, I I like him this year, especially like I'm willing to take a chance on him at tight end 16. Like he's available and I'm taking him. And the he's thing, not a huge name, so he's going to be available. The thing I'll say about Eric Ebron is it depends how Pittsburgh uses him because yeah. Eric Ebron, he can't block anything. He cannot block anyone or anything. He's terrible. He's just an athletic kind of specimen. So mm. if they use him as a tight end stretch only a receiving role like he should be, yeah. they'll be all right. But if they expect him to learn how to block in one offseason mm-hmm. with COVID and all this shit, he's not going to be able to do it, and then they're not going to play him. Yeah, I'm just I'm more willing, especially like later on in the tight ends, I'm just willing to take chances on tight ends a little bit because yeah. you can stream them. And with like, Eric Ebron, you're, like, you're chasing that touchdown. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? So, like, I, I don't know. I like Eric Ebron going into the season. Who knows what I think after fucking week three. Like, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I like him going into this. 14 of Dallas Goddard. I guess he still has value with um, with Zach, Zach Ertz being, being there. there but he's the, yeah, he was the second option for Carson Wentz last year. Yeah. Like two tight end sets. Yeah, he's, he's gonna be on the field always. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing about them. That I don't know. I, I like Dallas Goddard, mate, and he has a chance to be better than Zach Ertz. Like I hate to say it because Zach Ertz is in my top five, but like he, there's definitely a chance that he that's true. He can just could be the Zach year Ertz. that now it's Dallas Goddard's yeah. offense. Yeah, so that's like true. I like him. He's outside of a, like a starting tight end for me, but like I don't know. I, I like him. He's yeah. intriguing. I'm just gonna list the rest of my guys because I don't really want to talk about too many other people. And I, I just from the guys that you have highlighted, you don't really want to talk about too many people either. Um, so TJ Hawkinson was my 12, 13, Jared Cook, 14, Noah Fant, 15, Mike Gasecki. All all three of those guys, not really hyped on. 16, Johnny Smith. We're both gonna talk about him in a second. 17, I have Eric Ebron, 18, Jack Doyle, 19, Blake Jarwin, the new Dallas guy, and 20s Dallas Goddard. I see the value uh in Philadelphia as well. Just yeah. not quite the same as you do. Um, finish off your list. So I've got, uh, sorry, where I finished off with, uh, with Goddard. Goddard sorry. Yeah, 14. So, uh, so 15, I've got TJ Hawkinson, breakout season con- candidate. Uh, 16, John Smith. 17th, Rob Gronkowski. Fucking disrespectful. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> 18, Blake Jarwin. 19, I'll touch on this guy a little bit after Johnny Smith, Jack Doyle. And then 20, of Mike Kosecki. Um, Johnny Smith has been a very big candidate to have a breakout season yep. this year. I think that the lack of receiving weapons in Tennessee, especially at the, like even with the running back, Derrick Henry doesn't add any value. Like all these other guys that have stud running backs, their yeah. running backs catch. Derrick yeah, Henry, AJ can. Brown is there, but like AJ Brown's there, and Corey Davis Corey is talented, Davis, but there's but no yeah. there's no one else really. Yeah, so no, I, I think Johnny Smith could have a big role. Delaney Walker yeah. had a role in Tennessee's offense. Um, I don't know anything about him. I'm not going to lie. I, don't, I haven't studied any game film. I His stats last year were terrible, obviously, because Delaney yeah. Walker was still there. But I, I, I think Johnny Smith is a trendy 
um, sleeper deep in your deep in your draft for a reason. Yeah, I agree. I, and the reason I, I like him so much is because well, and it's not even that I like him so much. He's in top sixteen, I guess. Just have him over but the like, I like him because of the blocking scheme that's going to be going on for Derrick Henry. He is going to be on the field always. a lot. Yeah, always. Yeah. Whether it be a blocker or receive like to be out there to be an eligible receiver, he will always be on the field. Yeah, that's so, true. Opportunity equals success. Let's go, Johnny. Yeah, let's go, Johnny. Um, and then and then the last guy you wanted to touch on was Jack Doyle. You yeah. actually have him right about his ADP. His ADP is nineteen yeah. or eighteen. I have him at eighteen. And I'm watching Jack Doyle this year specifically because Philip Rivers is a new QB. And Philip Rivers has man, he likes tight ends. He is always he fucking Antonio Gates. He has Hunter Henry. Like yeah. I like Philip Rivers. He did Phillip name really Rivers. good tight ends, though. Yeah, I mean, but Jack Doyle's a good tight end. So, like, I think there's, I think he's going to incorporate him a lot into Philip Rivers' play, and he's going to be, a like, maybe even the number two passing option for Philip Rivers. I think I like what you said when you're watching him. I'm not going to draft Jack Doyle, but if week one, Jack mm-hmm. Doyle has eight targets and yeah. 65 yards, doesn't catch a touchdown, but definitely looks like he was part of the offense. I'll I'll buy that hype for sure. I'm with you on that. Yeah, and at tight end 18, he's gonna be a, available in a lot of leagues. He's gonna be on the waiver wire for sure, unless you're in like yeah. a really deep league. Two tight depending ends, on how much your tight end the tight end position is valued in your league, right? Because you could be in a really amateur league. But I like. get, <laughs> I guess, but I, I just I, you're right. Like I think that if after week one or week two. There's mm-hmm. a trend going towards Jack Doyle as a big part of the offense. I believe in it. It's not yeah. just some yeah. It's no. not just some one week uh, one week wonder stuff. Um, quick upper and downer. My upper Hayden Hurst already talked him up. Love him. Love the Falcons offense. I, I don't. I, I love his talent, but I think that even if he's just a guy, he's still gonna have lots of value in the Falcons offense. Obviously, I'm really buying in on his upside, ranking him at number seven. But you know, give me Hayden Hurst. I'm I, I'm all in on Hayden Hurst, especially with his value right now. He's going as uh, as tight end twelve. Barely a starting tight end, and I think he's got chance to be top five potential for sure. Look yeah. at Austin Hooper last year, exact same offense. So my upper is Hayden Hurst. Yep, uh, I've got a downer. So I've got uh, Jared Cook as my downer. He is like, like Aaron, like I just Drew Brees isn't getting any fucking younger. He's gonna be throwing less. Emmanuel Sanders getting added is taking targets away from him. He's fucking old. And and uh, <laughs> and oh wait 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 one more time. I hate old people. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, can I get a little, maybe a horn, like maybe edit it in here? Like, <laughs> the next he is a candidate for the ugliest player in the league. <laughs> <Jerry> <laughs> so funny. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen the guy? <laughs> Dude, to be fair, Hayden Hurst isn't fucking very looks much like of a, a looker either. He looks like a bunion toe. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, he was super dependent on uh, touchdowns last season. He had nine and he finished his tight end six. Like he's going to have negative regression in my opinion, but like, mm-hmm. he's Definitely. just, what's, what's his ADP he's right still now? In the same, um, he's still in the same offense though. Yeah, he is. But like, I, like Drew Brees isn't good. He's, he's going ADP nine. Um, yeah. Tight end nine he, is like Drew Brees high. is not going to be throwing the ball more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think it's steady going to be going down. Yeah, They're exactly. Try and save Drew Brees' arm. So that takes that takes targets away from. It's not going to take targets away from Michael Thomas. That's true. It's good. It's not going to take targets away from Emmanuel Sanders. It's going to take targets away from Jared. We Cook. Could take targets away from Emmanuel Sanders. If if Jared Cook's value is the same as last year, it's completely because of touchdowns. Jared, so, Jared yeah. Cook's old. And and we've said it. We're not looking for guys that we're taking chance. Like, oh yeah, I'm drafting this guy. It's gonna he's gonna score ten touchdowns. Like that's a that's lucky yeah. if he does, right? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're not you're not yeah. chasing because it's talent, and he's gonna get there by himself. Yeah, he's, he's gonna fall in the end zone. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Um, one thing you said there that I really do agree with is you said we need a horn, and I think that is the next step for this podcast. <laughs> we need to get a soundboard. You know, so, <laughs> we need everything. We need yeah. to have some drops. Um. 
looking at you, Isaiah, that's the next step to this progression. How do we transform this? What do I need to do for you? Uh, you. All right. Get to you next week, maybe. <laughs> maybe you're a new sponsor? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That, I forgot about our horns? sponsor this week. We're sponsored by fucking nobody. <laughs> Again, we will do anything for anybody for anything. Coupons included. Hit us up. Give us some fucking horns, man. Uh, That's all we want. Give yeah, us some fucking horns. Just buy us a soundboard. We're a bunch of horny fun. guys. We want some horns. <laughs> um, so this week, we always have hard pill candidates. And I'll, I'll actually let you. You were the one that had this idea. You don't want to have a hard pill candidate this week. Why, why is that? I'm just, I'm okay about being wrong about QBs and tight ends because they're easily strained. Like, somebody on the waiver wire is going to go off and you can pick them up. Exactly. Every year it's the same. I mean, last year was a little frustrating in our league because actually the guy sitting with us at the producer spot was holding on to like four fucking tight ends. Yeah. So all the guys you wanted to stream was like, were like gone, but like. It's That's a strategy. It's a strategy, but and he you'll wasn't never win that way. So <laughs> you'll never win the championship that way, but you might not. Some other people are gonna be really fucking pissed. Yeah, they might exactly. lose because of it. <laughs> but like, if you don't have that guy in your league, then you'll be able to stream somebody. Like, someone's always available. Yeah. Nope. It was you. It was 100%. you. Hundred percent. Yeah. You had like and you Darren had three quarterbacks Fels. at one point. You had Darren Fells. You had Travis Kelsey. Like you yeah. had. Uh, what's the guy from the Seahawks? 48 was his number. Um, uh, Will Disley. Will Disley. Yo, Will Disley deserves to be ranked. What's up with Will Disley? I forgot about that motherfucker. Well, they picked up Greg Olson now. Well, why are so we like... ranking Greg Olson either? He should be on the fucking 2016 well, regime they... team too. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree with you. There's not really any hard field candidates this week because, like yeah. you said, I'm okay being wrong with, yeah. with any of these guys. One thing I'll say is you mentioned it though is know your, know your league and the players in it. Mm-hmm. So if your league does value tight ends then maybe do grab a tight end early than what we're saying just because you know the, you know, and if everybody's grabbing quarterbacks or whatever, the thing that, the thing that you don't think about is you think everybody's going to draft like you. Yeah. And when people don't draft like you, it's fucking infuriating. Even though you shouldn't draft more than one quarterback, people fucking do. And it makes the rest of your draft board not make sense. Or when people shouldn't overdraft tight ends and they fucking do, and then you go to grab a tight end in the 7th or 8th round, and there's fucking nobody left, and you're like, I like Jonu Smith. Don't fucking love him. Like, these things infuriate you, I, so you do need to think about your, your league. I will say this. If I see anybody, and like you always have this one guy every year, if I see anybody in my league that has a tight end in the flex and then the tight end one spot, I'm not mad that I didn't get those tight ends. I'm excited because I'm definitely going to beat that team. Yeah, that's a shithead yeah. if I ever if saw If you one. have three QBs or three <laughs> tight ends on your team, you're bad at fantasy football unless you're in a two QB fucking like fantasy yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah we're assuming like, this is standard yeah fucking, exactly you know, if you have one qb MCs, spot and one that. tight end spot and you have three of each on your team get better <laughs> listen to the podcast more yeah clearly okay you're not listening to the pod <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah i would say don't reach past the third round for these positions yeah. patty mahomes uh travis kelsey lamar jackson i think george kittle is just cracking the third round but all, all those guys are being overdrafted. Let somebody else do it. They're going to be good. They're going to be really fucking good. I'm not in saying they're a, not going to be good. In a 12-team league, George Kittle is going at the end of the second. Yeah, I don't love it. I don't want it. I, he, they're going to be good, but they're not going to be good enough to merit their value I, there. I just, I'd much rather take Fuck a them. chance on, like, like Kenny Galladay is available, like, way yeah. past that. Like, yeah, that's my number five exactly. wide receiver. Like, like, yeah. we, like tra- Travis Kelsey is good every year, but it's not like he's, like... He's going to have, like, he, we've seen kind of his ceiling. We've seen where he's going to be every year, and then that's it. 
Isaiah, Isaiah, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm waving my hand at you so much. He's shopping go. on Amazon for fucking <laughs> orange. Scroll down. Um, <laughs> all right, this this next little segment, I don't even know what it is. I just thought it was neat, I guess is the word, okay? We're calling it the 2016 Redeem Dream Team, all right? That's a big mouthful, but it's a lot of rhymes. I thought it was weird that there is actually like a perfect lineup of players that are trying to redeem themselves that were once amazing, specifically in 2016. So I'm going to go through it real quick. Leading up to like the 2016 season, so the 2016 pre-draft, Cam Newton was being drafted as QB1. Yeah. Todd Gurley was being drafted as RB2. This is on ESPN, by the way. This is on ESPN, yeah. All right. So Cam Newton's QB1. Todd Gurley was being drafted as RB2. David Johnson was being drafted as RB4. OBJ was being drafted as wide receiver 2 and overall 2. AJ Green was wide receiver five, Gronk was tight end one, and Le'Veon Bell was RB six. Gronk was eleventh overall too, which is crazy. Which is fucked. That's yeah. then that's a first round of a twelve team yeah. team. So Cam Newton, Todd Gurley, David Johnson, OBJ, AJ Green, Gronk, and Le'Veon Bell are all on a redemption tour this year. Yeah. I don't. I. I just thought it was neat that yeah. in twenty sixteen this perfect lineup of players. What would have been absolute superstars, and now they're all going in the middle of our draft. Any yeah, of those if you players, have this team, you're throwing up. Yeah, like, if you, you have this player, if you have this team it, now, you're not. But th- but that being said, do you think if you had this team now, you could m- do some damage? Yeah, I do. I do think with this team, you, like I, I'm high. Like I love Todd Gurley. I love David Johnson. I like OBJ. Le'Veon Bell could have a great year. Gronk can kick rocks. AJ Rock, AJ <laughs> Green can like is there, but he's what he's a, also disappointed. All right, of all of, every, of everybody that's on the 2016 Redeem Dream team, who who you want? Regardless of ADP, just like who do you think so is going right to do now, the I best? So right now, I think the highest rank I have is Todd Gurley. I think or Todd, no, our OBJ is in my top ten for receivers. So I'm Todd Gurley, Todd OBJ, Gurley, David Johnson. I'm gonna have Todd Gurley ranked higher overall, but OBJ is ranked higher for his position. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think OBJ is the safest. I think Todd Gurley is the biggest wild card. If he's healthy, he can really go off. I yeah. don't, I don't know, man. I kind of I, I would kind of like I that think, team. Personally, I think Le'Veon Bell is the biggest wild card because like he could be fucking amazing. Like, Especially if he gets the same amount of carries. Yeah, I'm ranked season. as like RB twenty right now. Like he could be well within the starting running back. So like, he's the biggest wild card for me. But oh yeah. man, Gronk's a bit of a wild card. He could go off. Yeah, but he's gonna get injured. <laughs> Fuck yourself, Band Aid. <laughs> who out of all those players, who wins AP comeback player? I guess the only ones eligible are Cam Newton, AJ Green, Gronk. Who do you think basically fuck this? 2016 redeem redeem dream team, that's we'll, what it we'll is. We'll keep track of it. We're going to keep track of it. We'll yeah. The season. Yeah, we'll we'll check in on it maybe every 3 or 4 weeks. But <laughs> who do you think is going to win AP comeback player of the year? Oh. There's a lot there's here. a lot of uh candidates. Uh, I'll, I'll, let me run. You got Tom Brady. I guess Tom Brady's not really there. You got Gronk. Um you got Cam Newton. Yep. You got like Teddy Bridgewater kind of. No. I think here, if Alex Smith plays one live snap, he just instantly gets it. <laughs> he just instantly gets it. I do love me some Alex Smith. <laughs> he just instantly gets it. I He's basically, this guy should have a sticker that allows him to park closer at grocery stores, but somehow he's playing fucking football for the Washington Football Club. I don't yeah. think Alex Smith is going to play, but if he does, they should give it to him just off of merit. He is the comeback player of the year. Yeah, but I Cam- hope so. I hope he wins it. Like Cam, Cam Newton's going to win it, though, I think. I think he's the best candidate, but, like, I don't know. No Let's opinion? See. Give me somebody, brother. Well, you're catching me just so off guard. Like, I can't even think of, like, who's fucking... 
Like, all those guys, I don't even think are eligible. Like, Tom Brady's not eligible for No, it. Tom Brady's definitely not um, eligible. Todd Gurley might not. I guess not. No, Todd Gurley. Like, David Johnson, David Johnson maybe? is AJ Green's it, eligible. Like, AJ Green's AJ eligible. AJ Green's eligible, but I just don't think... I don't know if he does it with a rookie quarterback. Like, maybe, but, like... That's true. I don't know. My opinion is maybe Cam Newton without even looking at it, but I'm sure if I actually, like, looked into it, I'd have a different opinion, so... Roger 10-4. Um, okay, well, we're going to get to the last segment we have, and this is this is an exciting one. Everybody loves it. You know, we got Rookie Bookie. We're going to start off... We were checking the uh, the prop bets for single players. Yeah. We're going to start off by just throwing out some prop bets that both of us liked and we thought were, were obvious candidates to win you some money yeah. here. Smash it. OBJ, 1,050.5 yards. Yeah. Take S- the over. Smash the over. I'm pretty that. sure he had more than that last season. He, well, he had 10 yards under that. Okay. So he had uh, what are we talking about? Like, sorry, 1040. And he had his fucking worst season other yeah. than being injured. Like, yeah, I, I'm smash, smash the OBJ. Over. Yeah, smash, smash the over. over. Yeah. Like, the only thing that you're concerned about here is injury. Like, uh, like I have full confidence that he has over 1050. Yeah, like, if he plays 14 games, he's going to have over 1050, yeah, I think. exactly. So, no like, doubt. Smash that over. Next one is even more disrespectful, I think. Especially for you, because you yeah, want to fucking this guy. lick this guy's wiener. I, I wish I had my running back notes open right now. But, like, Chris Carson. Yeah, is uh, 10, 25 and a half. What? Smash the over. What was he, like, I think he was, like, fifth or sixth or something like that in yards last year. And he had, like, fucking close to 1,300 yards. Yeah, I don't know why, why it would is be he so, so low. low? Like, you think Carlos Hyde is going to make that much of a difference, really? Like, I don't think it was a fluke that Chris Carson had this many yards last season. I just don't think enough people were betting on him. So they just had to yeah, keep maybe. on lowering and lowering and lowering it. So now I'd, it's at a point yeah. where it's so juicy. Smash would, the over If there's on that. anything that I'm putting money on, it's that right now. Yeah. Him and OBJ are my favorite two prop bets out of the ones we have listed. Mm, I would say so, too, actually. Yeah, yeah for 100%. sure. Yeah, yeah. 10-25 is like people have bad seasons and like fall in that like Leonard Fournette gets that every year yeah and Chris Carson's a way better running back than Leonard Fournette in a way better situation well, just think about like Joe the start Joe Mixon had last season and he still had over 1100 yards like that is so disrespectful to me everybody thinks a thousand yards is hard to attain it's really not it's just kind of a bar that people use because it's like a trendy number or like a catchy number you know but no 1025.5 smash that over well, one sec let me just bring this up real quick sorry 1230 lot yards last year he was fifth so that that's just like it's almost sounding like there was a fluke that he got a thousand yards like shut up yeah Let's go. fuck fuck you <laughs> fuck you yeah uh Dak Prescott 27.5 touchdowns smash that over yeah we're hitting the over this one's yeah. less like obvious yeah but I'm still hitting that over. Yeah, he had 30 touchdowns last season, and he has arguably a better receiving core this year. What do you mean arguably? He does. He has the yeah, same receiving okay. core plus CD Lamb. Yeah. Can't, well, like hopefully CD Lamb lives up to the hype. It's Even if he like doesn't. Where I was thinking, like, but yeah, no, smash the over on that. Like, smash yeah. it. Smash it. Smash it. Mark Andrews, 9.5 touchdowns. I know you love you some Mark Andrews. Under. But hit under, that under. under. Yeah. yeah. 10 touchdowns. That's what he had last season, and like... I don't think there was another tight end that had t- t- 10 touchdowns. He had so 10 like, touchdowns last year, and that was Lamar Jackson's MVP year. Like, yeah. there's no way he has many passes. Smash the yeah. under on that. I hit like, the under. Like, I love Mark Andrews, but, like, Jesus Christ, boys. Jesus Jesus Christ. Plus, he has diabetes. I don't know, you know? Okay, Hunter Henry. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter Henry, 4.5 touchdowns. I'll hit that over. Yeah. This I'm one's getting a little bit more well. into Muddy Waters, though. That one, you could definitely do a toss-up just because nobody knows what that offense is going to be like. But he's had over five touchdowns every year. He's been healthy, even a little bit. He had it last year, and he only played twelve games. Yeah, 
So yeah, yeah. fuck. Give me some Hunter Henry. Yeah. I hit that over. Hit that over. For and then sure. Evan Ingram's got the same line, four point five touchdowns. I'm hitting that over. I think the talent yeah. finally rides out. It's just the only thing that matters here is if the guy Injury. can stay fucking healthy. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. But like, if he plays, like, I'd... my estimate for if he plays is six to seven touchdowns is probably my projection for him. But like, yeah. PSA, Evan Ingram is really fucking good at football, but he's literally made of Sawarski crystal glass. Yeah. Holy shit. I love him, but boy, do I fucking hate him. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, this is the fun part of Rookie Bookie. Isaiah is our Rookie Bookie, and he's got to take some bets. Um, and I do just have like a note for, before we do this. This yeah. should be 26.5 instead of 27.5. For Lamar Jackson's yeah. passing touchdowns? I'm sorry. So Lamar Jackson's passing touchdown line is 26.5 touchdowns. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm taking the over on that for sure. Who to thunk? Who to thunk? <laughs> I'm gonna take the under, man. I yeah, I, I don't have to explain myself. I've said enough of like I love Lamar Jackson for his rushing value, but I don't think he's gonna throw more than 25 passing touchdowns this year. I'm gonna I hit just, that like, under. Even if you think he has negative regression, nine touchdowns, negative regression. I don't buy it. it for me personally. I mean, I get that. I get that I am a Lamar Jackson fan, but I'm I'm smashing the over. On How this. many passing touchdowns did Cam Newton have the year after he threw 35 though? Uh, I'm not sure, to be honest. I bet you it wasn't a lot. I'll bring it up. Let's bring it up. It's supposed to be Isaiah's job, but make no mistake, that guy's texting. Oh, just give me two seconds here. I'll beat you to it. No, you won't. Do, 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 okay, what year did he win? Do, 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 35, so he had 19 the next year. Wow, he must have not played a full season. No, he played 15 games. <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah. well then, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I just think that they're, he's going to come back down to earth, maybe even go below the earth's I, I I don't buy it, I w- especially with like the strength of the, the Ravens' offense. I just, like, I'm smashing that over. Okay, 50 bucks? Yeah, I'll put a hundred on it. A hundred? No, yeah. fuck that. Okay, fifty. Yeah, yeah, fifty's fine. <laughs> yeah, man. I might put a hundred on. I'm fucking, I might put a hundred on Caesars. To be honest with you, but uh, yeah, hundred fifty dollars better at that point. Okay, give me, give me the next and, one. We got. And just and the conditional on that is they have to play at least fourteen games. Yeah, I think with like a with a normal online betting is like if there's an injury that it becomes null and void. But we're kind of baking the injury into our bet yeah so at least 14 games played if they don't play 14 games then it's a push it's a push yeah next one is aaron Rodgers. i'm gonna hit this under two same line 26 and a half passing touchdowns i'm gonna <laughs> hit the under on aaron Rodgers. i'm hitting the over uh, i love aaron Rodgers. <laughs> i don't i don't know what to tell you here it's his third favorite team his first favorite team is the cleveland browns his second favorite fuck team is baltimore you. ravens and his third favorite team is the fuck Packers. you buddy you said uh, it to yourself man my my favorite team is the baltimore ravens but there is a special place in my heart for the Packers specifically because of Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, I'm taking the over on 26 and a half. He has the fucking one of the easiest schedules. So I, I like him. He, how many, he had 25 passing touchdowns last year, right? I think he had 27 or 26 last year, 25 the year before. So like last two seasons, he's been good. He's exceeded expectations kind of, and he hasn't hit that. 26 touchdowns last season. So that would have been, that would have been me winning that bet. I know that's close, but it would have been yeah, me winning that bet. Yeah, but that's fine. I'm... Plus his, his offense has gotten no better than it did last season. So? <laughs> Just nah, like, his me, schedule got a lot easier. Give me the under, let's put 50 bucks on that. Yeah, 50 bucks on that. So to be clear, what bets do we have right now? We have AFC East Division. I'm taking yeah. the Pats, and you're taking the Bills. Yeah, and we, then we have NFC North. NFC North, I'm taking the Vikings. You're taking the, the Packers, Packers. Because you love them. They're your third favorite team. Yeah. Um, and then... There's, uh, there's oh, two Oh, AFC more. South, I'm taking the Colts, and you're taking, taking... the Titans. The Titans. And then there was another one in there, I think. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that was it, wasn't it? 
We might have to run that back and check, but it doesn't uh, matter. You guys don't give a fuck anyways. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll bring it up. We'll keep you posted as the bets actually start happening. Yeah. Um. That's all we have for fucking content. Next yeah. time, next time we're we on, are we gonna have a little puppy? No, not yet. Not yet. No, it'll, it'll be uh. I'm getting on the 16th of September, so we're three four weeks away. Three four episodes okay. away. There'll be a little puppy here soon. Mm, yeah. There might be a little <laughs> bit more breaks fucking <laughs> taking care of the puppers, but that's okay. She's cute. <laughs> Man, I'm getting so excited. Football is so soon, bro. Yeah, I'm getting super Our draft excited. is soon. We're doing a little uh, draw for our draft so we know our draft order yeah. before we before we draft. Yeah. Pretty stoked. We've never done yeah. that. Yeah, it's it will be exciting to actually be able to study where I'm drafting from. What position do you want? I'm kind of, right now, when I'm going into my mock drafts, I'm kind of digging that, like, fucking 10, 11, 12. I'm kind of digging it. I like those. I like my fucking teams coming out of those spots. I like it because I always end up with two running backs, and the mm-hmm. wide receiver position is so deep that by the time it comes back around, you're still getting a guy that you value as a wide receiver one. Yeah. At least close to, you know? The problem in our league is that, like, it might not draft like that because we value running backs so highly. Um, I bet you Michael Thomas doesn't go to the second round in our league. I, I I don't think that. I think just because, like, Liam's such a huge fan of him, like, he's a big name. Like, that's, like, there's hype surrounding him, so, like... But Liam's drafted, Liam drafted two wide receivers and it bit him in the ass before. <laughs> I forgot about that. So, was that last season or two yeah, seasons ago? Yeah, that was ago? last season. So, last season, uh, he had, Liam, Liam, our buddy Liam, he's a good guy. He had the, uh, the number 12 pick, so that means he has the 12 and the 1 in the second round. Yeah. He drafted, I don't know if it was, I think he drafted Julio Jones. He drafted Michael Thomas and then Julio yeah, Jones. Yeah, he drafted Michael Thomas and Julio Jones right after. But he didn't know. He he double-clicked. He double-clicked. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to pick Nick Chubb. Yeah, which would have probably been a way better season for him. Way better. Nick Chubb fell to me. Thank you, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just funny. He double-clicked. I mean, they're two great receivers. and I don't think it was the end of the world for him, but no. it wasn't the players you want. And I mean, there's he was the number worse. two through the regular season. So like, Could you imagine looking at a, at a player on your team every week and you didn't even fucking draft him? <laughs> It's a fucking accident. I'll never forget. I'll never forget his face when I drafted Nick Chubb and he's like, what the fuck? I was trying, yeah, well, I was just trying to draft him. He, he was still trying to click players and it was, yeah. he was fucking 20 picks away. He looked away. at his team and he just fucking, and he, like, we're a few beers deep at this point, too. Yeah, the like, boys he should just... not drink and draft. <laughs> but yeah, thank you, Liam, for Nick Chubb. The boys got DUIs that night. Draft, <laughs> drafting under the influence. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess, I don't know, you got anything else to say? That's pretty much it for fourth and wrong. Not really, I'm fucking, I'm excited for football. I'm fucking pumped, man. So excited. Follow fourth and wrong pod on Instagram. If you're a company of anything, we will promote it. I've said this many a times. Give me some coupons. Yeah. I'll do anything for a coupon. I'll do anything for a good coupon. Even Froze- if it's... Oh, man. If there's a frozen yogurt shop out oh, there... Oh, some Froyo? Get- oh, mm. man. I love a good Froyo. I love a good Froyo. Fro- ice cream? I'm trying Fuck to think of something yeah, I don't go. like that I would be like willing to take. Like I don't, hmm. uh, I don't even know. I'm not a know. huge curry fan, so if maybe you're... Curry? If you have a curry coupon, I'd find a way to use it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it to my closest friend who likes curry. <laughs> um all right so that's episode four of fourth and wrong we'll see you next week uh happy drafting love you guys peace love and applesauce au revoir, au revoir.